hey, here's the intro to this week's Super Divorce Supercast. We got a big show ahead for you. Big, uh, big show. We got three beer me's in this show, first of all. Yep. I'm probably, I'm kind of drunk right now. Are a you? A little bit. I, I'm at that point where I want, I'm reaching for another beer and there's yeah. not one here. Yeah, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, man. I'm like about there. I saw yeah. that there was like one more. Das. Uber? Uber? And, uh, and just, it was like on the floor and it was unopened and I was like, fuck. Yeah. Yes. Well, this sucks so much because it, there's nothing worse. It's almost kind of a hell to look around and you're like expecting there to be just like a tab that has not been popped in. <laughs> and you see all these cans and it's like, God damn it. No, they're... They've all been popped. Yeah. It's over. And part you of the know. reason we have so many cans today is because uh, probably halfway through the episode, we are joined by your wife, Jessie. Yeah. Hello. And her brother, Daniel. Hey. So, yeah. uh... Who really... came all the way from Massachusetts yeah. just to be here. He's a all traveling man. He, he only came to be on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Right. He was here for just for no the podcast. no other reason. <laughs> no other reason than that. So it's a pretty cool episode. Yeah. I don't even remember what really happened for most of it. Uh, well, we talked about... Uh, all kinds of things. All kinds of things. We talked about how we don't talk about music. We don't talk about music. <laughs> we talk about comic book stuff. A little bit, because we talk about the new Black Panther movie. Yeah. Which, like, we need to watch the second trailer. Yeah. Like, hardcore. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then, then we talked about spooky stuff and Salem yeah, and... and you know, the headless horseman all kinds and, of things and beer and it's candies great. and it's a great cast it's you're a gonna, great you're gonna like it anyways. great october cast yeah it is it's good i like that october cast. October yeah cast. it's good yeah yeah so uh while you're listening to this great october cast make sure uh to check us out all across the interweb um you can find us at our home base our website super uh from there, you can link to pretty much all of our social medias, but you can find us on Facebook.com slash SuperDivorce, uh, Instagram at SuperDivorceBand, Twitter at SuperDivorce. You can search us on YouTube, SuperDivorce, and subscribe to our channel. Yep. 57 now. 57? So we're getting closer to 100. Dope. If we get 100, we get a custom URL. Yeah. And, they make uh, you work for that on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, they really do. <laughs> They're just like, fuck you until you get a hundred people. Yeah. Uh, did I miss something? Your your Facebook? social media stuff. Yeah, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. That's pretty much it. That's and where we are right YouTube. now. YouTube. Instagram yeah. is at Super Divorce Band. Yeah. If you want to follow me on social media, you can find me at Bender Butt. Uh hmm. If you want to follow oh, yeah. Jesse, you can find her at... At Jesse Villars. That's J-E-S-S-I-E-V-I-L-L-A-R-S. She does super dope tattoos. You got an Instagram? Nope. No, no Instagram! No IG. Who the fuck doesn't have an Instagram? Apparently... Old bastard like me. <laughs> Dan Lander doesn't have an Instagram. <laughs> Dan flies under the radar. Yeah, Dan he's off the grid. He's <laughs> off the grid. <laughs> All right, well, we're not going to plug uh, Dan's social media. If you want to follow Nicholas Villars, you can go to any social media and type in at Nicholas Villars and see if he's there or not. Or you can find him on Steam at Venom Villars. Venom underscore Villars. Venom underscore Villars. And we'll play some computer games. Computer games Plenty together. of computer games. 
hopefully I'll, games on I'll join you on Steam in a while. I hope here. you do. I hope you do. So, uh, here comes this week's episode. What episode number is this? Do you know? 81. 81, yeah. 81. Oh, Nine episodes away from a pizza party. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Which Nine one? away from a pizza party. Nine away from a pizza party. Every oh. 30 episodes. And we forgot for the 60th episode, so... Yeah. So we had to wait till ninety. Oh, that's yeah. sad. I know. So well, I'm going to count down every time we do an intro now. Yep. So here comes the super divorce supercast. Enjoy, chefs. We are not getting a divorce. We are not getting a divorce. Hey, man! Welcome to the super divorce supercast. This is Nicholas and Lars. Bender. And Bender. I, I almost yeah. Bender. What's up? What's, What's up? I don't know. I'm I'm like suddenly I'm just like fidgeting with everything. Let's do let's Bender's, do beer me. Let's do it. Bender's exasperated. What are we gonna start with? Oh First, my god. We're doing three beers today. We are. Um why don't we do I'm this dying. one? It's nice I'm, and cool. Yeah, I'm dying for this one, man. Okay. This one's well, I'm not going to say anything about it until until you try it. I just, we're just going to crack it open, and they're going to have to wait with bated breath. Yep. Okay. I... There we go. Wonderful. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. To fall. To fall. Mm. It's so good. <laughs> That was us trying the uh, Renegade Pancakes Maple Porter. Oh, if that name doesn't make you want to drink beer. Right. If man. you're straight edge and I didn't make you just want to drink beer just then, there's there's something inhuman about you, I believe. Go break edge. This is worth it. Um, we've been talking about this beer. I've been trying to get my hands on it for at least a month. And uh, it was gone almost immediately when they got it in at Maristop the first time. Um, but just this past weekend, uh, after Oktoberfest down in Lebanon, Ohio, down on uh, Mulberry Street, we walked over to Maristop and they had this. And I was like, I'm going to pick that up right now. Mm-hmm. So I kind of cheated. I tried it before Bender got to, but I knew I, I, knew I had to save it. And... Uh, and I did, and here we are. And it's making, delicious. Making its appearance on Beer Me this week. It is, uh, I mean, it's everything you love about beer, you know, but there is a definite, uh, I mean, it shines through of just a little maple flavoring. Without being syrupy. Right, right, right. It's like, it's just like, yeah, somehow it's maple but it does not overpower you with sweetness no. at all. No, it just makes for a good, solid beer. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. <clears throat> Hello? Nick's on the phone. Hey. Hey, you're on the Super Divorce Supercast. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Super Divorce Supercast? What? There Here. Now you're on speaker. Super divorce, super cast. <laughs> Here's what happens. Anyone who calls us during 
while we're recording, we should always just answer it and put it on put it on speaker immediately. Immediately. Yeah, they just yeah, have to. Be I on. think that's, I think that's a great idea. I yeah. didn't know you were doing the podcast tonight. I thought you were doing it on Thursday still. Well, we switched up our routine this week because we've got so much other stuff to prepare for. Well, I even told Daniel that he was going to get to be on your podcast, maybe. But here we are at the Mexican restaurant, not on your podcast. So, we ruined it. Well, if you guys get back and we're still recording, or maybe we can squeeze another one in later this week and have him on. Because I'd like for him to be on. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah, either way. Um, We'll probably be home shortly. I was actually just calling to see if you wanted any uh, any Mexican uh, fare to eat for dinner. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, we're we're kind of wrapping up here, so if you don't want anything, I can, you know, if you guys get hungry, I can always order you a pizza or something later if you need something, but... Yeah, don't worry about it. It's okay. Okay. All, All right. right, well, we'll be there probably in about a half an hour. Okay. If Daniel wants All to right. be on the cast, he can just come on up. Yeah. Okay, Anyone Sounds who good. wants to be on, just come on up. Yep. Okay. All right. Sounds great. Well, uh, have a good podcast. Bye, everybody. All right. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. Love you too. Bye. <clears throat> All right. So, uh, let's see. What? Oh, yeah. We were talking about this beer, eh? Um, Did we start talking about something else? I don't think so. Okay. I think we were still discussing this. Um, the drinkability. Mm. Yeah. It says on the can that it's offensively delicious. I'd have to agree with that. It's just a good beer. Just a good... Just a good beer. Good damn beer. Yeah. Well, um... So, uh... So what else? What else is going on here? So I... I gifted Bender, um, a present when he got here today. Yeah. A Halloween gift. A Halloween gift, which like that should be a thing. Just it really in general. should. Why don't we do that? I don't know. You know, I tried like Lindsay and I kind of did that a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, but we could never like make the tradition mm-hmm. stick. Uh, we should like yeah, we should because especially for people like us, it's a fucking great time to do it because yeah. you can get a bunch of horror movies and stuff. And here you go, Halloween present. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Nick was kind enough to get me a Halloween present this year, which, as he said, is the brand spanking new, came out today, uh, Target-exclusive Stranger Things box set, uh, four discs, Blu-ray and DVD. I didn't know it was oh, Blu-ray. I, I, oh, you didn't know it was Blu-ray? It says includes four discs, Blu-ray plus DVD set. I assumed it was Blu-ray, but I didn't know the DVDs came with it, or the DVDs... Oh. Well, I assume that it's the series on Blu-ray and the bonus features on the DVD. That could be. It also doesn't say Blu-ray on the outside of the case because this is very special packaging. Yeah. It is designed to look like a VHS case. Like one of those big-ass old-school VHS cases. It's like a clamshell case that's not a clamshell. It's like the same size as an old clamshell case. Maybe even bigger. They used to put certain movies in cases like that. They weren't... Oh, they, like, they, that would, like... Yeah, and they stopped using... Actually, no, I think VHS porn continued to use <laughs> cases like that for quite a while. Yeah. Like, they're big, and they're not exactly the, like, Disney clamshells, 
if you're trying to imagine this. It's like, it's a cardboard yeah. through and through, but there was like more space than you needed for the tape, I, I suppose, is how you would put it. And, uh, and it would still open up and sit inside of there. Uh-huh. So, Almost like a cigar box. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, open this on the podcast, and we're going to kind of pull it out and see what's inside. There you go. And I had, uh, I told Bender uh, I yeah. picked up the action figures. I'm glad you got me this, because I'm going to rewatch the series. Yeah, I want to watch it before the second season one. two, yeah. Oh, okay, I know. Yeah. Like those types of mm-hmm. figures. Now, these these ones seem a little more articulated than most of them. I think they are. Uh, there's your Demogorgon. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, I still want the Demogorgon uh, pop vinyl. There are the other ones. That's a nice, nice little collection there. Yeah. Pretty cool, man. Yeah, they just had they had one of each of these action figures sitting up, like at the electronics section, like on the counter, and that was it. It's so good. So, uh, first of all, I've got the plastic wrap off of this, and it just feels satisfying. Yeah, like the feel of it is just great. Uh, so. It's like, I mean, imagine every VHS with a cardboard slipcover, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's got a, a slipcover like that, and you, you pull out the case that the movies are in, and it looks like a tape. It says Stranger Things Season 1 in the center of it. It's even printed on the back. Yeah. And the, and the uh, bottom of it, like the side of it. I mean, just like a perfect attention to detail. It just looks like an oversized VHS. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. It looks awesome. So then you open it from the side, uh, like I said, kind of like a, a cigar box. It's magnetized, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Uh, and then you've got your discs, got your Blu-rays on, uh, on like kind of a cardboard insert, and then the DVDs underneath it. Uh, on the other side, there's a little pocket. And uh, it's got a sticky note on it. Some extra goodies. That say that says uh, friends don't lie. It's printed on there. It's not a real sticky note. But uh, this is a limited edition poster. It says, which I've seen. I saw this poster in the article that I read. Then but, uh, unfurling it. Yeah. Just now. They said uh, it's an uncredited artist. They really? were they were unable to find who made it. Really. But yeah, it's a nice. That's pretty cool. Demi, it's a Demogorgon poster. Uh, it's his. He's kind of reared forward with his head all flowered out as it is, and then it says Stranger Things kind of in his tendrils and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. Pretty cool set. A plus packaging. A plus packaging. I wouldn't be mad if if more releases copied oh, this. Even. Yeah, like. One of my favorite one of the uh, one of my favorite things that I have is a clamshell VHS release of House of the Devil. 
which is yeah. like a newer horror movie. I remember when uh, my friend Kyle got that. But, uh, yeah, I love when they release newer things on VHS like that, do special, mm-hmm. special editions and stuff. I understand why people, for like the space, they enjoy the way that DVDs or Blu-rays typically sit on a shelf but if you have a huge collection of VHS tapes it just looks more impressive it looks so cool yeah you know it's gorgeous so imagine if like all of your Mm Blu-rays were in boxes like that you know or at least all of your TV series or even if it was just movies that are kind of themed that way you could have your own little section Uh for stuff that was kind of well I mean I've seen you know uh like cavity colors will post videos uh, on his story of like his vhs collection and they're all stacked this way so the top of the box is facing out and you can read the title yeah but it's just so cool you Mm -hmm. know just he's just got like oodles and oodles of vhs horror movies and it's the cool it's just the coolest thing ever uh yeah, awesome. Cool. A plus. Yeah. For this, go out to Target and get it. It's a Target exclusive, like I said. Yep. And it came out today. So if you're listening um, soon after this podcast has uh, been released. Um, this has been out for a couple days or a few days. Oh yeah, um, I forgot we're doing the podcast early. Yeah. Which was my idea, so I don't know why I forgot. Um, but I would say if this intrigues you, if you've not heard about this yet. And you you, uh, you like the idea? Get out to your target soon, because um, I went at probably around two this afternoon, and I would say they were already about one third of uh, their total stock gone. So I feel like it's one of those things, you know. And I I still think it's it's perfect. The article that I kind of skimmed about it, one of the things that stood out to me was it said. Uh, this release is for people that don't have Netflix or people that are suckers for great packaging. Mm-hmm. Like, those are the people that this is marketed to. And honestly, who the fuck doesn't have Netflix? Yeah. So, I would just... say 95% of this release is just trying to get people to buy something for a package. Which I think that's the future of physical products. Oh, yeah. When it comes to, like, media, uh-huh. anyhow. You're going to have to have a good package. uh yeah but really no one's gonna buy just your typical whatever right your standard issue dvd why yeah you know there's no reason at this point but for stuff like this i think people are always going to shell out and it's why I don't think that, well, it's in the same realm of discussion as why I don't think movie theaters will, will ever die off completely. Mm-hmm. is because it's a different experience. Yeah. You know, maybe you don't want to go and see the new Adam Sandler movie at your cinema and pay $15 for that experience. But when Star Wars or like a big blockbuster movie comes out, you want to go and see it in person and get the full like imac experience you can't do that it doesn't matter if you have a 85 inch tv at home it's different you know you're not dealing with that magnitude of screen and like the sound about to shake you out of your body you know it's it's totally different speaking of going to the movies 
one, I told you I already have Star Wars tickets. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, like, fucking stoked about that. And two, did you see the second trailer for Black Panther? No, not yet. I don't know if I've been this excited for a Marvel movie in a while. Really? Yeah. Black Panther looks amazing. And part of me is just really, really happy that the, almost every single actor in the movie is black. I mean, well, like, I obviously. assume so. Well, you, well that, that's the thing, though. You would assume, but Hollywood has a pretty good knack for taking, like, something that could really champion black people and putting a white spin on it somehow or at least you may maybe have seen that in the past you know what i mean but this character too many where black people have been replaced by white people not replaced but like i think that the well the most recent controversy was like with the ghost in the shell stuff yeah and casting a a westerner in the role of a japanese person well let's just say I think it would have been absolute, and I know people will sometimes complain when like characters get whatever race swapped or something. It would have made absolutely no sense to have a like Ryan Reynolds play the Black Panther. That would have been pretty ridiculous. Right. So I I would hope anyway, you know, that you'd at least because that's that's a pretty big. That is a case where the skin color does matter. I mean, that's you're in the heart of. Africa. Yeah, so. But it's just, I don't know. Aside from, like, Tyler Perry movies, (laughs) when you think about, like, movies about black people, sometimes it's difficult to think of movies that, where they aren't slaves, necessarily. Like, I mean, Django Unchained, great movie, but he's a slave. Mm -hmm. And you've got, like, The Help where they're helping, you know, they're not slaves, but they're definitely, you know, workers. And then you've got like 12 years of slave and then you've got roots, which is all about slaves. And when I think of mostly black casts, I think of Friday. That's the first movie that comes to mind. (laughs) (laughs) But all I'm saying is there, I'm just excited for this movie because, and not only is it an almost entirely black cast, but they almost all have very thick African accents as mm-hmm. well. So they're not Americanizing the character yeah. at all. Like, it's not Black Panther from Africa, but he talks like you and I are talking right now. He's a very thick African accent, and mm-hmm. I like really just appreciate that. And then they also, you know, they show the villain in the new trailer, and he has, like, the ritualistic scarring mm-hmm. on his body, which is, like, just a really cool detail yeah. to include. I just think it's going to be a really awesome, awesome movie. Uh, I think he's going to be a new fan favorite character. I hope so. They did some... I always go back to it, and I feel like no one ever talks about this fucking era of Marvel, and it pisses me off, but it's like, the Black Panther character during everything that was going on during Dark Reign was great. Yeah. I read I read Black Panther series all the way through that, and then during, of course, we just talked about this last week, I believe, or the week before, but when you just start discarding 
everything that happened previously and then you have a new writer come on board that tries to take it in a completely different direction you lose everything that you were invested in you know I kind of dropped off with it because I didn't whatever approach they were taking just didn't hook me the yeah. same way but the, I think that the character has a lot of potential if you do it right yeah you know and there's the the whole thing with what is it is it uh, vibranium mm -hmm. that is like you know the Wakandan uh, secret? Yeah, you know, it's basically it's like, the. I don't. It's it's like it's like adamantium, and then right underneath is vibranium. Yeah, Captain America's shield is made out of vibranium. Mm -hmm. Wolverine's claws are adamantium. Yeah, and then I think as far as the movies are concerned. Because of the Fox, Disney, Marvel split, Fox and X-Men in the mutant movies have the use of adamantium. So, as far as the cinematic universe is concerned, Wakandan vibranium is the strongest metal in the entire world. Yeah. They're also, and this is true in the comics, they're also the most technologically advanced nation in the world. Yeah. Which I think is just dope. Mm -hmm. Like, you have this character who's not just, like, a renegade. You have this character who is a minority, but is a king of an entire country. Well, he's only, only a minority in our eyes. In our eyes, right, you know, right, right, right. Yeah, he's... In his, in his world, it's... Yeah, he's, he's the man. He's, he's the man. Yeah. But I just mean, like, for, the gener for general audiences... And I, just to clarify, I didn't mean, like the man that you rally against. As in, we're going to stick it to the man. I meant he is, like, the fucking man. He's the king. Know? He's the king. He's the king. I, I, and I, I'm just relating it back to, like, this the release of this movie toward general audiences. Yeah. You just have, like, this minority character who's not the sidekick. He's mm -hmm. not a background character. You know, he's not... He's well, I, not Falcon. Yeah. He's not... Well, I think that's important to show when you talk about real diversity and like inspiring people who are of different ethnicities that you show that it's possible for people to exist in a place where like it's not necessarily it's not inherent in their skin color that they have to be fighting from the bottom up you know it's like here's a place where they you know, black people are like the majority, right. you know, and, and it's possible that they've got this system worked out. They've got a society of their own that's functioning quite well and they're running it. And it's not like they're having to battle up to do so. It's like, they're the they, best. They are the best at what they're doing, you know? And I think that, that, that gets lost sometimes. It's like, yeah, it's important to tell both sides of the story but it's also important to show that yeah you you can achieve this kind of kind of power or this kind of um mastery i guess would be a better word um and that that's i think that that's a, a cool way to to look at this movie when it's coming out is like it's a rare thing to see a nation of minorities shown as being something other than underdogs you know, like you don't always have to be the underdog. Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like you, 
you have what it takes to do this right here, you know? So that's, I think that's a good message to send. And I don't think that that gets explored often enough. But I think there's real inspiration to be taken from that. So That is uh, a much more eloquent way of saying exactly what I was trying to say. Okay. That's oh. what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. Is, is all of that. Yeah. So that's why part of why I'm really excited for this movie. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, when I listen to Woman by Kesha, it just, like, speaks to my inner feminist. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but it's just, like, I connect with that song. I'm just excited for this movie because it kind of, like, speaks to the inner, like, acceptor in me. It's just like, yes, black mm-hmm. people. Like, yes, go you, you know? Yeah. Like, you're the fucking king's you know, you rule this entire nation, like, go you. Mm-hmm. Because, let's, I mean, they're just, they're a minority, and sometimes they're, and they're still, unfortunately, sometimes oppressed in our society. And so it's just like, fuck yeah, like, they it, champion, champion yeah. that, you yeah. know? Yeah. So I'm really stoked. But the movie looks awesome. I love Black Panther and Civil War. I think he's really cool. I'm excited for it all to be explored more. Yeah, it's a really cool character. Kind of unconventional, you know. Because a lot of times people, I feel like the uh, the humble beginnings is overdone. Yeah, the Black Panther, from what I know, doesn't have humble beginnings. Like, yeah. he just is the king always. It's maybe not even that humble beginnings is overdone. It's that, like, someone who's on top and already has power, um, that's not done enough. Because there's there's a real weight there. Yeah. You know? Because when you're fighting from the bottom going up, it's like you have things to overcome, and it's like these obstacles are presenting themselves, and it's pretty obvious as to what you need to do. But if you're already in a position of power, and you've kind of conquered a lot of your your obstacles, and, and you, you have all this weight you can throw around, that's really a test of someone's character. Because you can really do whatever you want to a degree. And and then it's like when you're presented with a new problem, a new obstacle, and you have all this weight to throw around, well, how are you going to throw it to right. overcome this obstacle? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, what's the best way? And are you going to do what's only best for you? Or are you right. going to do what's best for everyone? You know, how are you going to handle that? And because I think, you can do whatever you want and probably get away with it. So. Right. And I think the interesting thing... As far as the cinematic, again, the cinematic universe is concerned, um, Black Panther, uh, T'Challa, he is recently king. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he may have faced some hardships or may have faced some obstacles growing up or some, you know, even if it's just like training and stuff like that. Yeah. But he in the movies is newly king and so he does have all of this power and he's presented with a problem and he has to weigh how he's going to handle this problem because yeah. he's the king and he can do whatever he wants but you know how is he going to present what kind of king is he going to be i think they ask that in the trailer yeah what kind of king are you you know so i think it's i, th- I just think it's going to be really cool the movie looks awesome the effects look awesome it's just gonna be sweet makes me wonder about modern day monarchs 
Like when yeah. I see stuff about Prince Harry or whatever. It's <laughs> like, because I, I don't know. I'm not a scholar in this, but I've read that like they still have some power. They just don't really exercise it very often. Yeah. It's like, I'm wondering if, I'm, I don't know exactly how their government's structured over there across the pond. Like if. But, like, if he just had the notion one day, or it's like, you know what? I kind of want to, kind of want to exercise this a little bit here. Here's right. what we're going to do for a while. Like. Like, I wonder if, like, the prime minister, like, makes a decision. Mm-hmm. Does the queen have the power to be like, nope. Can't do that. I feel like she does. Yeah. But I just... Because she's the fucking queen. Yeah. Like, it's still... That's weird to think about that, you know, and, and I could be wrong. I, yeah. But it just, I'm... My hunch is that there is some power reserved there. Like, things still need to be run by her. Uh-huh. You know? I feel like it's a... It is... It's... To me, again... You're right, in, a, in my very limited sort of take on it, it seems very democratic, but there's just sort of that, like, reserve, that, like, everything's going to be very democratic, and everybody's going to vote, and everybody, you know, we've got the prime minister that's going to be voted in, and people can vote on this and that, Yeah. but, like, if we fucking have to, there's one person that can be like, nope, and, mm-hmm. and, just, and just make take charge you know she hasn't had to in like 50 years but at least she's there yeah to do it i'm gonna try and find this answer real quick she's been the queen forever let's see isn't it queen elizabeth yeah yeah she's been the queen forever yeah let's see is there a king of england not at the moment no? No. Just a queen? Yeah. Uh, King England! (laughs) (laughs) The queen's political powers nowadays are largely ceremonial, though some are actively used by the queen, such as at general elections, or are available in times of crisis, and some are used by ministers for expediency when needed. She has the power to uh, suspend and to summon Parliament. Um, she can uh, see. She can sign bills from Parliament into law. Interesting. Hmm. Let's see what else here. I don't, she can says she can appoint and remove ministers of the crown. I don't know exactly what that means. I don't know what a minister of the crown is. Sorry. Holler at us. If you know. <laughs> Holler if you know. Um, oh, she's responsible for appointing the prime minister after a general election or a resignation. Okay. She will appoint the candidate who is likely to have the most support of the House of Commons. In the event of a resignation, the queen listens to advice on who should be appointed as their successor, but I guess she gets to decide. Okay. 
who so the next prime minister she is. She still does kind of have, like, a lot of say, really. This one's pretty big. says that she retains the power to declare war against other nations, though in practice this is done by the prime minister and parliament. Huh. But I guess if she woke up on the wrong side of the bed tomorrow, <laughs> she could just be like, go fuck him up. Yeah, well, shouldn't that be a testament to, I mean, I know the queen is like, you know, pardon the term, old as fuck. Yeah. But uh, she's been ruling for like freaking ever. Shouldn't that be a testament that women are not just going to be on their periods and wake up one day and go to war? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because, <laughs> because it's never happened and she's been in power forever. Yeah. Maybe so. Though I wonder if... Uh play devil's advocate was the was the king around until she hit menopause i don't know because if she has no period she's not going through pms yeah and she's able to uh she doesn't she doesn't have that time of the month anymore no i know but i just mean i'm pretty sure she was in power when she probably did queen elizabeth I know she's been in power for a long time. I can't say when the king died, though. Oh yeah, yeah. Because I'm pretty sure he would. He would. Uh, I thought supersede. even, if, but even if I thought it was like whoever got appointed, if they. So if if like, a queen gets appointed and then she gets married, yeah, that guy becomes the king, then he automatically supersedes her. Um, like the king is always on top, no matter what. I'm pretty sure. Okay, because it kind of seemed like, well, like again, again, she's been in power for so long that I kind of assumed she, whoever her predecessor was, yeah, like she was heir to the throne, and because she was the heir to the throne, whoever she married became king. But was just sort of king in title. She still had all the power because she was the actual heir. I don't know if she married in or if she was... Or if she was the actual heir? Yeah. Okay. I don't know. I'm not I'm not sure. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine marrying in to a royal family and then becoming queen? Well, one of the girls who's married one of the princes is going to be the Queen of England someday. I think it's I the oldest. Probably in her lifetime, yeah. The oldest son, obviously, will become king when Queen Elizabeth passes away, and his wife will be the Queen of England. You're talking about. What's her name? Kate? Princess Kate? Now she's a princess. Um, that one chick. What, they're Harry and William, right? I think those are the... Harry married, the one that Harry married. Yeah. Harry, I think it's Kate. Yeah. Kind of looks like, uh... What's his face? Who's the famous... British guy with guitar player, orange hair, Ed Sheeran? Oh! Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think he's Irish. Is he Irish? I think. Well, they've got pro- orange hair. <laughs> yeah. I think mm. he's Irish. Yeah. Either way. Close enough. And who cares? I don't know. 
We're in America. This is America. This is America. We don't have, <laughs> we don't have monarchs. You know what we're going to do? <laughs> we're going to keep doing this podcast. We're going to drink more beer. More beer. Beer me part two. Uh, let's see. Blueberry? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we got the most. Okay. This beer uh, has a little bit of a special little heart. Pulls on the heartstrings a little bit because it is a Grater's beer. I mean, it's Braxton Brewing, but boom, right there on the front of the can, it says Graders. Working in conjunction yes. with Graders. If you're not familiar with uh, Graders, it's great. It's ice cream. Yeah, it's a it's a Cincinnati ice cream company. And, Arguably uh, the best ice cream. They are the only ice cream store company makers that uh, use an old... Uh, French style of ice cream making like I think in the whole country they're the only chain that does it what is your favorite graters flavor mint chocolate chip but I'm really pissed that it's not green anymore it's not green no they changed it years ago it's white what I know it's the, it was the dumbest thing like graters I love you but That's fucking change bullshit, your mint dude. back to green why they do that? I don't know. Did they cave to the pressure of people like, I don't want food coloring in my ice cream? I don't know. It's, it's probably that. dumb, man. It's probably that shit. Fuck out of here. Uh, but everybody eats fucking black raspberry <sighs> chip. There's goddamn purple food coloring in that. I eat black raspberry chip. I know. That's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, fucking make your mint chocolate chip green. God. Yeah, because you think... <laughs> I've never in my life... And I don't get it often, but when I do, I expect mint chocolate chip ice cream to be green. Period. Green with black pieces of chocolate. I know. Yep, I know. Or dark brown. And, the, like, there's a very specific... It can't be too green. No. There's some mint chocolate chips that are too green, and it's not appetizing. Well, you would think of... If they, if they made a crayon. Yeah. You can imagine Crayola having a crayon called mint, mint. chocolate chip. Yeah. Boom. What comes to mind? Like a that color. Very pale green. Yeah, like, make it that color. I know. Fucking, oh, man. I mean, this has been, like, years ago. I was, like, I was a kid when they changed it. Really? Yeah. I just, is, and I still get it. I still get it when I go, because, like, it's my favorite. But mm. I'm just, every time, I'm a little bummed. Mm. Like, my butt gets a little bit more hurt every time. I'm just like, just fucking make it green. It's too bad. But... Nevertheless, Graders is a is a Cincinnati staple. You got Graders, La Rosa's, and Skyline. It's yep. like the Holy Trinity, <laughs> and uh, and it extends up into the date uh, the Greater Dayton area. Yeah, let's say. Yeah, it does. Yeah, uh, but this is the Braxton Brewing Company uh, Graders Blueberry Pie Brown Ale in a handcrafted batch. It's the collab series. Mm-hmm. Malt beverage brewed with blueberry juice with natural flavors added. So. It says on the back of the can, well, back, you can't, you know, back to a cylinder. <laughs> a freshly baked collaboration handcrafted for a cure. This scrumptious brown ale is loaded with blueberry juice and notes of pie crust. Our most meaningful brew benefiting the cure starts now uh, benefiting the Cure Starts Now Foundation and their worldwide effort to discover the home run cure for cancer. 
So this is a... Uh, Learn more at thecurestartsnow.org. Yeah. So this is uh, a beer supporting cancer research, and uh, it's also 7% alcohol. So it's, you know, nice and hefty. Let's do it. Cheers. To cancer. To curing. To curing cancer. cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I did that on purpose. That mm. blueberry hits you, but in a good way. Yeah. It is good. Again, much Very like smooth. the... It's what I was going to say. Much like the um, pancake beer, it's uh, blueberry. Very, very blueberry, but it's not syrupy. No. And it's got a great aftertaste. Mm-hmm. Sometimes fruity beers are a little weird. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's like a... Mm-hmm. It's a good, good one. Good packaging, too. Yeah. Good, it good looks like a Grater's ice cream pint, mm-hmm. which is very satisfying to me. What do you think about blueberry candles? I, I don't I don't, I don't. don't think about blueberry candles. Now that you are, what do you have to say about them? I don't. I mean, yeah. Are you for or against them? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, for, I guess. It's fucking, I like the smell of blueberries. You would use a blueberry candle in your home. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Good. I like blueberry candles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they're underrated. You don't often smell blueberry scent when you walk into someone's home. Right. And I think that's a shame. Blueberry so. has a very distinct scent. Yeah, but it's mm-hmm. very nice. Mm-hmm. It's, it's mildly sweet. Yeah. It's not too overpowering. It's good. Mm-hmm. So I saw, I was in Cleveland last Friday, and I saw Kesha for the second time. It was a wonderful, wonderful concert. It was in a high school auditorium. It's crazy. It was weird. How did they handle seating and such? Was it just general admission? No, they, I mean, we all had seats. We had, it was like buying tickets to a high school play, you know, we had seats. There was a, the, where the, the pit, where the orchestra normally is, that's where they put, you know all the standing room only people but or the Wait, standing you, room tickets okay so it was like a you said a high school auditorium theater theater i, I was thinking it was in like the gym no no no, no. high okay. school theater high okay. school theater okay that's yeah okay well i can see that then. so yeah we got you just like bought your tickets and, yeah you know and there was a little bit of a standing area but then there was a stage and mm-hmm. she just performed and it was uh it was awesome hmm was there any significance to that place? I mean, did she go to school no, there? No, she or? came out and like a couple songs in, she was just like, so I didn't know till I was walking to stage that I was playing in a high school. And she was like, I don't, that's weird, but like, here we are. <laughs> and I was just like, who the fuck books Kesha's tour that they thought it was a good idea to book a school theater for her to play i mean it fucking sold out i think it might have been cheap as fuck too i get i like i don't Mm. i don't know i don't know why you would do that well if you sell the same amount of tickets and you find out that might be like a a trick up someone's sleeve they're like you know we could start booking high school auditoriums for like one-fourth the cost of regular music venues 
The only thing is, I would imagine they didn't have alcohol, did they? They did not. Okay, well. There's your problem. That is a problem. Yeah. Hey, I, hmm. I don't know. It was weird, but I'm really glad. I'm, I think it's interesting, and I'm glad mm-hmm. in a way, because like I saw her perform at Bogarts, which is... Like a cool standing room only, you know, just like hole in the wall club almost. Yeah. I mean, it's bigger than a hole in the wall, but it's still very like small. Uh, and then I also saw her in a high school theater. So just like two very unique yeah. experiences for somebody of her caliber. Mm-hmm. Normally, people in her line of work, you know, the famous pop stars and whatever, you think pop concert, you think fucking stadium. Yeah. Just like straight up. Yeah. Because so many people are into pop music. Like that's like the music of the general population. Yeah. So, you know, you think Katy Perry, she's selling out football stadiums easy. And I mean, Cash has been away for a while. I think she's working her way back up to that, but yeah. you still like you think her and the type of music she makes, you think stadium. Yeah. So it's just been very cool to see her in different places. That is neat. It's pretty cool. And she has like a a backup band. She doesn't just like She's not doing what we're gonna do. She's not doing what we're gonna do. <laughs> she has people playing drums and guitar and keyboards and she kind of like her songs take on a little bit of a more rock and roll vibe. Uh it's just awesome. And she has backup dancers and they're fantastic. It's a great show. It's absolutely wonderful. I have a couple videos. While you were there, I was at the drive-in. Were you? Yeah. Went with uh, Jess and Kyle and Trinity mm-hmm. out to the old Dixie Twin. Yeah. Are they and, doing horror um, um, Yeah. stuff? Yeah, we watched a little bit of uh, Friday the 13th. The on ori- Friday the 13th. The original? Yeah. Cool. Which cool. was pretty neat. And then, um, and then we also watched The Exorcist, which oh. I'd never seen before. Really? What yeah, you think? first time. It was like I could definitely see how, for the time, it was probably really shocking, <laughs> and like I think because it was built up so much that like I'd always had this like slight hesitation, like this movie is gonna scare the shit out of me, you know? And and then I watched it, and I was like, I just think it's one of those things where if you're a fan of modern horror or even like horror from the '80s and '90s generally. And you've seen a bunch before, and then you watch it, it's just kind of like, there's nothing there that you haven't seen before. Nope. You know? And, um, I think it was a good movie. I, I can see why it's as popular as it is, especially given, like, when it came out, and what was expected at a, you know, movie theater at the time. Right. Uh, it had to just, like, floor people, but... These days, I mean, like I, I don't, said, yeah, you, I, see, you see something worse scrolling through Facebook, and it's just like a montage video of like the worst kills in horror movies or something like that that anyone can see just yeah. at any time. And uh, and I know you have like the the kind of spiritual aspect of it that some people get freaked out about, but my mom will watch it because of that. Yeah, even that stuff. Again, I was just kind of like. Well, it's still not... I'll say this. You know what's weird is I think... Um, did you ever watch the Outcast show? No. Man. 
because and maybe that's why was it on Cinemax? Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I don't have like any access to Cinemax, and they still haven't put it out on on Blu-ray or DVD, which is weird. And the second season's supposedly done, but they just haven't released it yet, so I don't know what's going on. A lot of sh- shit's going down with Outcast. The series yeah. is ending. Is it really? Mm-hmm. God damn. Kirkman's it's... ending all his shit. Yeah. Walking Dead's ending, Invincible's ending, and Outcast is all ending. Hmm. Maybe he wants some time off. I well, that's what him. I was talking to Tom and Nostalgia about. I was like, what's mm-hmm. he going to do? And Tom was just like rolling his piles <laughs> of money. I, I think people like that, especially when you're that prolific, that won't last long. I don't think so either, He's but like, bored. I'm like, I mean, I'm just kind of like fucking more power to him. Like, I get good it. for him. Yeah. I feel like a, a nice break will probably do the body good, if yeah. you will, and he's going to come back with something really cool. Get the creative juices flowing. Mm-hmm. Like, everything he's been working on has kind of, it's gone on for so long that I think even he will admit that he's lost his original vision. Mm-hmm. Maybe not for Outcast because it's not as far off. Yeah. But... For definitely for Invincible and Walking Dead, he I'm pretty sure he'll fully admit he's just like it's not where I wanted it to go. Well, the, the point I was going to make about Outcast was that uh, even the comics, the comics and the show together, I think because I've seen those before I saw The Exorcist, you go back and watch The Exorcist, and it was like Kirkman did the possession deal in a way creepier and more mysterious effective way you know and uh i think that's kind of what i was hoping for and it just didn't quite get there but you know exorcist is one of those landmark films because of the reaction it got when it came out by the time i saw it i had already seen high tension Mm -hmm. like i was like i don't fucking care yeah this movie's dumb like i don't (laughs) I I really I've tried to, I've seen it a couple times I really tried to give it a fair shot and I just I didn't I think it was know. bad no I you know I think but it, it felt really more like a drama almost it's not yeah if it's you not took like a the horror horror movie because the the parts with Reagan really I I thought that most of the movie was going to be like in her bedroom. So that was I was totally off the mark there because I, I didn't know much about it really right. except from what you've seen. You see the same clips over and over again. So I thought it was going to be mostly that, and it's not. You know, there's a lot of drama outside of that room with like the priest and you know him trying to get permission to perform the exorcism after the mom convinces him that that's what they need to try. You know, you see the stuff with with Reagan like getting checked out by psychologists and right. and then she goes to a psychiatrist and all this other stuff and it's like there's a lot there that uh, you probably don't know about if you've never seen it and you haven't read too much into it so that's where I feel like it was it was interesting because there was a lot more to it than I thought there was going to be but it didn't scare me I guess is the point I'm at, and you know me I'm at the point where I'm just like what does anymore mm-hmm. nothing yeah you're you know. like yeah you're the old grizzled vet coming back Oof. it's true hello hello hey. hey did you see all this stuff no is this like what Jason has no these these were all Is it different and this came out today too ooh 
Ooh. I'm showing my wife the Stranger Things box set. That's Here, pretty cool. Here's look Bender's. At, look at it opened. Oh. Ooh. Oh, I like that it's a fake VHS tape. What? Oh, that's cool. Is that a pretty cool packet they have in there? The booklet? It's, it's a, a poster. Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Unfurl this poster again right quick. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah. Done by... An anonymous artist. Apparently. Anonymous. It was yeah. me. Guys. Was it? I, yeah. I, yeah. I believe waiting. it. Mm -hmm. I've been waiting for this moment to tell you. <laughs> it was me. That's where I got all the money for your album. Oh. <laughs> 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 I was just checking in to see uh, you guys are going a little bit longer. Probably. Yeah. Cool. yeah we're, we're I didn't want to send Daniel in if you were wrapping oh, up. Oh, you can come no, on in. No, we're right in the midst of <clears throat> conversation. I just uh, taught Ian how to say party on, dude. Did you? Yeah, he, he's very excited mm -hmm. about it. What's, uh, what kind of beer did you get today? Uh, well, I grabbed one of these for each of us from the fridge. What the graders. Think I think it's really good. Yeah, I haven't I like actually, it. I only had like a sip of one, but. Oh. The graders beer? Yeah. 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 I just brushed my teeth, so it's going to be good. Oh, okay. yum. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Mm. It's good. Mm. And then we had, uh, the we had pancakes. The, and then we got a more line Oktoberfest Das oh, okay. Uber. Is that it? Yep, Das Uber. Interesting. Yeah, what that's what that we're having nice? later. I was saying Dos Das Uber. Oh. That's like, how they do it. Yeah, like a Nazi. Oh, okay. <laughs> or a regular German person. <laughs> 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 you did something more of the, you know, the vicious thing <laughs> yeah. with that. Das? Uber? <laughs> Sound like a lot of contempt in your voice. Yeah, they're just mad about everything. <laughs> <laughs> Even the Guess all nice, this beer. The nice beer they just got. Funny. Uh, did, but, uh, now that I'm... Now that I'm super in charge at my job, I we're doing the schedule for the next like two weeks, mm -hmm. and we're looking at the like whatever the third and fourth for Horhan, and I was just like, oh, I'm not gonna be here because <laughs> I was just like, I can take, I can do I that, I can do whatever. Yeah. I want. So um, I'll be there on Friday, and and pretty sure I'm gonna get my first salary paycheck Ooh. on Friday. So. Oh, Shit. The show starts at 5, so I'm going to talk to our director to see if I can get you in at, like, 4, at least to just get your stencil on. Right, because it, it goes, I think, to, like, 8 or 9. The show? Yeah. Normally, that, it goes from 5 to 10. Yeah, it's like, it's like, I know it's, like, 4 to 5 hours or whatever right. it is. Um, and I, I know sometimes the stenciling can take a while, so I wanted to get that on you, and then that way you can, like, start and have that full block of time, because right. I think if, as long as we've got, like... Four solid hours will be fine to get it all done. Yeah, so. sounds good. So if you want to watch Bender get tattooed, you yeah. get a horror hound on the November third and fourth. Yeah, I'm taking Saturday off too, oh, okay. so I can go. Where to is the that convention. in Columbus? Yeah, yeah, you're going to. You guys should do your podcast from Horror Hound. Yes. Uh -huh. Yes. Maybe you can get a cool interview with somebody. Or Maybe you can, so. You can that be would like be the awesome. guy at the end of your CD. Like, oh, can friend. we fucking try to interview the dude from Black Christmas or not Black Christmas? Um, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Who's gonna which the one? main dude? Oh, like the, main the guy? Santa Claus killer. 
is going to be there. Uh, yeah. The only thing yeah. I'm bummed about is the Scream Factory Special Edition that comes with the figure mm-hmm. comes out like a week after Horror Hound. Oh, man. Like, they're I, shipping it early. Like, I'll get it two weeks early, but it's still... I'm not going to get it until, like like I said, like a week later. I'm pissed about it. You know what would be fun to do if you got the chance to... If we had to, the chance to bring him on the podcast would be to... Uh, to ask him to like be in character, you know? yeah. And then we sit down. And we're like, like the first thing we say is like, "So, can you tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, how you feel about Santa Claus?" <laughs> <laughs> so we're at Horror Hound, and uh, and uh, it's it's a Christmas themed show, believe it or not. So uh, you getting excited for the holidays? <laughs> Hey, we're getting these Christmas lights on here. Uh, we got a nice Santa beard you can wear for the show. How about that? That'd be awesome. Dude, the the guy that plays the snowman in Jack Frost is going to be there, too. Is he? Yeah. I should take my... You absolutely should. Your what? My, what, what do you call it? Uh, it's his, his vinegar sy- syndrome release. Yeah. yeah, the lenticular cover. Yeah. Your card is a lenticular is. card. I got Bender a Halloween card. Oh. And I bought him... Uh, the Stranger Things. Yeah. That's cool. Let me see. What is that? I don't even know what lenticular means. It's like that. Oh, like it moves? Like a, Yeah, like all those DC covers yeah. that came out that changed. I didn't know that had a cool name. Yeah, yeah lenticular. I don't know what it means. I mean, I don't know how they came up with it. Like, what you, you should, break it uh, down. What you really need to do Lent. to become super uber famous is to figure out how to do a lenticular a tattoo. tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> they have people trying to do 3D ones, which is cool if you have on 3D glasses, but that's like never. So, right. Good job. You have a really cool photo to offer the world. But yeah, they do it like a blue line over a red line, and they're like, I've seen this? them. I think they look cool. Yeah. Like... And the other, the other really trendy thing going on right now is, um, like, uh, like photo negative tattoos so like okay. it's done as a negative like that it's tattooed as a negative so then like i guess that's cool that you have a tattoo that sometimes when you take a picture of it and turn it into a like a negative it, it comes... looks like a regular photo but you have a weird looking tattoo like 99.9 percent of the time that's real that's all going on a lot in the uh, the old black and gray realm of tattooing and realism that's people weird. keep doing that yeah the i did see one time some guy did a tattoo and tattooed you probably saw it tattooed a QR code mm-hmm. and then you like yeah. were able to put his they did the tattoo so that it would fit a phone uh-huh. so you could do it and snap the QR code and put the phone down and then the tattoo would like animate yeah I've seen the couple of those yeah it's kind of cool kind of yeah cool idea. be careful I saw it I'm just gonna throw it out the window well well then the podcast will be over yep this is why I like lenticular stuff <laughs> if you didn't know what we meant by lenticular, you do now. Yep, you yeah. know exactly what we're talking about. <laughs> yep. By the way, I was listening to one of your podcasts earlier, and you guys were talking about the spelling of quadruple, mm-hmm. and the whole time. I don't know if it if it changed later on. When did we talk about this? I, that, I remember that, but I don't remember which episode it there was. There was a, a beer, and it said quadruple, like, brewed or filtered. I think or, maybe quadruple Bach. Maybe. Maybe. It was on the the episode where you talked about Trump briefly and Breakfast Club. Oh, it was on I don't know what happens on this podcast. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm way We're back. drunk all the time. I'm, I'm way back in the uh, the whole cash okay. stuff. So my, the one before this was 
the MySpace and warm beer, so I'm, I'm way back. <laughs> but you were talking about quadruple, and the whole time I'm like, that's weird that you've never seen quadruple spelled out, and then you spelled it, and I was like, that's not how I thought it was spelled. <laughs> so I think you're right. There might be two spellings, either that or I've been spelling it wrong my whole life. I thought it was P-L-E, and you said on the thing it was P-E-L mm-hmm. as quadruple. Yeah. And that sounds wrong. I think that's wrong. That's the French way to say it. Quadrupel. 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 Yeah. So, there's that. That's all. I don't have anything else to bring to the table except for <laughs> the, just that I thought that your spelling of quadruple was weird. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Well, at least you're listening to the cast. You know, I, you know I'm starting to. My next on my list is your monster movies. Yeah. So, I got, I got a few of those in my Well, you might have cash. some time to catch up because we got to focus here? on... Hey, oh. oh, Mom. We gotta focus on uh, super scary for a little bit. Yeah, and we're two weeks ahead on monster movies. Two episodes ahead on monster movies. So a so. month ahead. Yeah, really, really a month ahead on monster. On monster movies. Yeah. Well, I thought it would be That's fun what, because. Um, what's today? Tuesday. Tomorrow you can release Strangers. Episode. Didn't we just do one last week? Did we? I thought so. I get paid this Thursday though. I thought we just put one out last week. Are you sure? Mm. I do it. We do it on pay weeks. Mm. You might have done Tucker and Dale last week, but that's just to catch up. You can do. I thought you did Strangers already. Nope. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I've recorded. done it. Oh, okay. It just hasn't been released yet. But I want to release it's it. It's sitting in the vault. And tag the guy that I met. Yeah. Tag Kip Weeks and be like, "Yo, bro." I was gonna tell you. Daniel just told me that. Um, uh, the. Why can't I think of his name? The nerd guy. The video game nerd. James Rolfe? Yeah, he's not doing the the monster mash that he normally does. I know. Whatever it's called, yeah. Monster Madness. Yeah. Last like, year was the last year yeah, for it. Yeah, that's what he's telling me. He's like, what are you guys going to do this year? Like, Maybe we'll watch monster movies. <sighs> so that might be, we might watch that with well, lots we're of doing. Lazarus, that's why I said we're bringing back Super Scary at the end of the month. Yeah. That's why we have so much to do. That's why we're watching. We seven episodes to create. We're watching four, we're watching all four Wishmaster movies tomorrow. All of them tomorrow? All four. Because we like we have to we we got to get it done and then we have to watch. Uh, are we gonna go get a pumpkin with us? Well, what time are we doing that? I'm sure everyone's very we, interested about hearing if I'm going to the pumpkin. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, we can come too. You guys can take a break in the middle of one of your movies and go get. Oh, a get out of here! I'll get him. Come here, bro. Sorry for ruining the podcast, everyone. With my mom, my mom questions. Get out of here. Go on, Spray. I'm not saying get out of here to Jess. I'm talking about <laughs> Get out of here. Get out of here. Get out. Go on. I it for the last time. We don't want you. I'm not done with it. Had I'll be it. back in a moment once I fetch my brother. I don't know what happens on this cast ever. You don't? No, I'm just drunk all the time. I think it's entertaining. It is. I wish Hopefully. more people, if more people just listened. I know. You know. Just bros hanging out. Yep. They will. They will. They will. Day. And they'll go back. And you know what's... And people will be like, Man, I was listening to this old cast. They were talking about how no one listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine, bro. Yeah. Uh, that's alright. My favorite podcast ever um, is uh, Talk and Shop from uh, Carl, Carl Anderson and... Uh, Luke Gallows and AJ Styles used to be on a lot when they were in New Japan Pro Wrestling. It was a great podcast. 
but they would always make jokes about how you know they did it every week for their 15 listeners <laughs> you know what we do. talking about people who are wrestling for a living in a different country but you know it's it's tough to get a good a good listener base when you're yeah. talking about podcasts there are a lot of them out there and then you know it takes dedication to follow every week we're fucking dedicated we are we are we've been doing this doesn't matter it's just a fucking like gonna keep doing it if no one listened yeah, let's probably still, do still it. just do this and yeah. post it. <laughs> like, this is like we hang out. This is our hangout time. Yeah, this is like now we finally have like other stuff bubbling up for the band. We got videos to do. We got practice to to start up again. Yeah. So now, the podcast is is unwind time. It's band yeah. fun time. Mm-hmm. So even if nobody fucking listens, we're still gonna do it because all we do is just sit here and drink beer and hang out. What's well, like the dude who the, did that interview was kind of surprised. Yeah. And you probably read that part where he's like, you know, that we just did uh, this interview recently. And one of the questions um, was about our podcast. And the the guy who had, uh, you know, kind of put the questions forth was a bit taken aback when he listened to an episode and, and realized that we weren't just talking about music the whole time. Right. And I was like, we hardly... Ever, ever talk, talk about, about music <laughs> and it's not that i don't like talking about music it's just like there's so much other stuff to talk about and uh i th- like you could have a music podcast we could sit here and like break down it's albums so and stuff boring. it's like yeah it just starts getting there's just something about critiquing music to me that seems much more pretentious and boring than breaking down stuff like comic books or movies or anything else. I don't know. It's just, I, I guess it's like, I don't want to sit there and listen to people talk about music. No. So I'm not going to do it myself. Right. And it would be like different if there was a podcast or something, it was like today we're going to examine the history of this album and you learned about something but to hear two people sit down and talk about like or debate why this album is good or not it just i don't know seems lame it seems lame it seems like why do i i don't know i guess you could say why do you care about you know which which comic book company is doing the best work or or what's going on in wrestling i god there's just maybe it's because we're in the music business so to speak it's like you want to take an opportunity to step away from that and talk about some other shit you know right because that's not that's not your that's not your biz well again and we're, and we're not at the point it would here's another thing um it's like if we were out on the road and interacting with a bunch of other bands all the time and we had like you know hilarious stories from the road to talk about that'd be a cool podcast that would be cool yeah. But just to hear us sit down and say, it's like, what's your method? You know, and I'm sitting here like, this week, I was thinking about this. Snoresville. And yeah, like, I, no one wants to hear that no. shit, you know? No. It, it's just... I don't even remember what I was going to say. This is just like, we, you know, this is what we talk about when we're together in general. 
Yeah. Just like, we're not so far up music's ass that music is all we talk about for being in a band. Like, being in a band is a huge priority in both of our lives, but it's not the only thing we're into. Right. And so, when we're hanging out, we almost never talk about music. Like, Well, we'll talk about shit we need to get done. We talk about stuff relating to the band. But a lot of that stuff is stuff that we don't want to really come out with before we're ready. We're ready to. <coughs> so, it's like the most we can t- say, we're working on a lot, which we are. Like, almost always. Like, we're There's getting... all this shit going on, but it's nothing that anyone wants to sit here and hear us talk about, right. you know? It's like, imagine, imagine if, um, you know, like, just the, the higher ups at like fucking, well, okay. I picked these stranger things sets up at target and like the, uh, the higher ups at target had a podcast and it's like, they want to fill up an hour and a half or two hours (laughs) talking about like, (laughs) you know, the shit they're going to talk about on like their, their fucking conference call. Or something like that. It's like, no one wants to hear that kind of thing. You yeah. know? Or if you had, like, a GameStop podcast. they No one would want to sit down and listen to the GameStop employees talking about what they need to do to drive sales numbers or to drive pre-orders and make sure they get their power-up numbers up. It's like, you'd want to hear about video games. Right. Or maybe you'd want to hear about the voice actors who are doing the next big project or something like that. It's like, the the details get really boring and tedious yeah and it's better dealt with outside of the public eye i feel you know and so it's not necessarily that we shy away from it or anything it's just like if we're gonna sit down and talk about something let's just fucking talk (laughs) yeah we're just gonna hang out that's really it so that's what we do hang out that was the whole idea behind like well when we started uh, i love sleep star ignition and i had just read Kevin Smith's book, um, and uh, thank you. You know, and he's he was talking about in his book how the idea for um, Smodcast, well, well, Smodco, but uh, Smodco, and then that gave birth to him like getting back into movies uh-huh. because after he did Cop Out, he was thinking of dropping out of cinema altogether and then he did he was he kept doing his podcast with his friends and they came up with the idea on the podcast um to do uh tusk and they came up with a story throughout the cast and they're all cracking each other up just talking about this ridiculous thing like oh this reporter goes to dude's house and he like drugs him and turns him into a walrus you know (laughs) (laughs) that was so stupid (coughs) And then Kevin Smith ends up making that fucking movie. And it led into him coming up with the idea for a trilogy based on the same these same the same universe, you know? And so in his book he's he's like, you know, just sit down with your friends and do a podcast. It doesn't matter if anyone listens to it. Just do it because it's fun. And that's where we started, and that's what we've continued to do. It's like we haven't put shit into this podcast as no. far as like 
promoting it or anything. Or preparation. No. <laughs> I think that it, it has a lot of potential, but it's like there's so much other stuff that's been going on. Yeah. And we don't talk about that stuff because I don't think it would be very much fun to listen to. Right. So, yeah. Anyhow. So, you just get to listen to us talk about comic books and horror movies. Yeah. Do you want to... Let's let's try an experiment real quick. Oh God. Okay. But let's re- let's real quick. We experiment. Let's. We're also drinking uh, Moraline Das Ulfer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, it always has to be posed as a question, kind of. <laughs> das Ulfer. <laughs> <laughs> like they weren't expecting it, you know. Oh. Hi. Make your favorite door noise. Sure. <laughs> Wanted a beer? How See? about a... How about a nice... Uber? <laughs> no! He just went down, but he'll be, he'll be good in a Do you want a uh, beer, Daniel? Sure. We have... Thank you. Das Uber? <laughs> um, <laughs> do you want to move the stranger thing so Daniel can sit somewhere? Yeah. Well, have you officially met Bender before? A couple times, okay. but like oh. we've never like hung out. Right. Yeah. Well, now so now we're getting to hang out. I know that's why I wanted him to be on the podcast. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> well, um, I brought up more beers. I didn't. I forgot you had a whole thing. Okay, great. Right. Thank you. Yep. Dan, have you seen this Stranger Things? Yeah. Did you see the the package they released for? No, I have not. Bender, can you let him check this out? Maybe. Uh, this just came out today. It's like a Target exclusive, but it's done like a VHS yeah, that's, box. It's very nice. It slides out the bottom. I'm going to be on Bender's nice. side of the earbud. Okay. I might have to go out and let the warrior in in a minute. Okay. He's being so matured. It's, yeah, magnets on the side. Oh, like okay. a cigar box. Rip anything. Very nice. So have you officially started your new job yet? I did today. Today's oh. my first day. Is it the same as it always was? Just Pretty much. Pay? It's hectic as fuck and ridiculous and yeah, yeah, but way better pay. That's good. <laughs> like super awesome pay. That's what I was saying. Like I'm actually get you a little money for oh, the well, convention because, like I said, I'll get paid that literally that day. I think so. And it's going to be a salary paycheck. So well, that'll be good. Yeah. I'm more excited for you though. It's I, yeah, I, it's going to be awesome. Daniel got tattooed yesterday. I know, like it's a, so cool. <laughs> paid very much attention to the detail. Yeah, it's like weathered on the corners yep. and stuff. It's dope. How much did that uh, run you? Uh, like oh, yeah. 25. That's not bad at all. That it had no, like the VHS outside. That's mm-hmm. cool. And then they had all these too. Like your kind of old school yeah. action figures. That's very sweet. nice. I picked up all those because they only had one of each Halloween of these. VHS and it's Looks like, like weathered yeah. on the sides and stuff. I told Bender earlier, but they had like one, one each of like this entire set just sitting on the electronics counter. Uh-huh. And I, I asked the girl who was working there how much they were, and she's like, "Oh, they're seven dollars, whatever." So I'm like, "Oh, okay, well." Yeah. So I just grabbed them all, and then I took them up front, and as I was checking out the manager of the store walked by and he like saw what the cashier was putting in the bags and he was like you didn't and i was like i did <laughs> he's like ah so i think Why he, was he wanted to buy them yeah yeah, yeah. He's like sorry man <laughs> act fast yeah yeah so 
I also had another funny thing Can happen I when I was. One of yours, Uber? Yeah. Das. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't sound like a Nazi anymore. Now you sound like um, you're very excited about the beer now. It's getting squeaky. Well, you see, you remember Dead Alive? Yeah. It sounds very much like the veterinarian in mm-hmm. Dead Alive. Okay. And he, Ooh, like, spicy. has a very high voice like that, but then yeah. he, like, turns around at one point and his sleeve rips and yeah. he has, like, a Nazi insignia yeah. underneath. Yeah. Like an armband. <laughs> yeah. Because he sells tranquilizers. <laughs> <laughs> sedatives. I do not sell sedatives. <laughs> Cheers. 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 What are we cheersing to? Sedatives? No, just because we were <coughs> tranquilizers. Oh, yeah. Okay. Cheers to tranquilizers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheers. So this is Good. the, this is our. We call this segment "Beer Me." Yeah. This is our third beer me of the night. Yeah. We started with. We start with the maple. Yep. That's what I have right now. Yeah. That's what yeah. you have now. Yeah. There was, yeah, there was one left. Did you try the maple? Yeah, I had mine yesterday. I actually got Grandma Lander to try it. And <laughs> no, then you did knocked her on the floor. <laughs> my grandma, this tastes like pancakes. Look, it even says so on the thing. Oh, my God. What'd she think? <laughs> I thought she was going to fall over. Oh, man. <laughs> She hated it. Oh, <laughs> she hated it. She hates everything. She hates all beers. So, if, well, you, if you can get grandma to taste a beer, you're doing pretty good. Because she usually well, won't Well, your even grandma try. got her to drink beer at our wedding, or got her to drink wine or something. Remember yeah. Karen? She's like, "We'll be the crazy grandmas together." Yeah, they together. call themselves the crazy grandmas. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think of it? I liked yeah. it. I thought it was really good. Yeah. I did too. I like that it's not. I, I usually stay away from a lot of beers like this because they make them way too sweet. But yeah, well, that's I think what that we was said. one thing they. It's almost like drinking a flavored black coffee. That's like the only way I can I can think of it, like a Highlander Grog or something. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have the sweetener to it. Yeah, that's why I like it. Yeah. So, then we did the blueberry. Blueberry. Yeah, the blueberry mm-hmm. from the graders. I was you kind know, of mad. I missed the blackberry chip train. Black yeah. raspberry. Bender was just talking about this. I didn't know. He has a bone to pick with graders because he said that, like, years ago, and I didn't know of any ice cream company that does this, but he said they they made their mint chocolate chip ice cream just, like, white. White, like uh-huh. vanilla ice cream. It's not green anymore. Yeah. Like, have you ever seen or heard UDS of... UDS is like that? Yeah, UDS is like that. It's with no they, green? It's, it's because they do, like, the homemade and they don't want to add, like... Poisonous food coloring. Poisonous? Horseshit. I don't think it's poisonous, but like a lot of, you know, like fake dyes. I don't care. Some people it's, are allergic to. Uh, what's that other, uh, hog, not uh, Hagen dazs It's not Hagen dazs Ben and Jerry's? It's not Ben and Jerry's. I can't. Home style? No, I can't remember. But the, the, Private selection. Private <laughs> selection. <laughs> <laughs> Kroger. Maybe the it is Hagen dazs Yeah. Yeah, I've seen them where it's not green, yeah. That's yeah. crazy and it bullshit. Just looks, it looks like it would be chocolate, chocolate chip, chip ice yeah. cream. Then you yeah. take a bite and you just get a shit ton of mint in your it's mouth. And bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Because not only do you expect the, the green to be there because you want it to be, I feel like it's also a warning. Because then, like you said, you're not expecting it to be just like chocolate and vanilla right. ice cream. It's like, you don't... That's so stupid. Well... Peppermint patties are white. They don't make those green. Well, like York peppermint yeah. patties? 
Okay. Stuff is usually yeah, but they, they're in like a very noticeable packaging. Okay, that's No fair. one rips open a York peppermint patty. <laughs> it's like, man, this is it's just going to taste like chocolate. <laughs> yeah, there, there's no other, like, snack food that is like a York peppermint patty. That's you know true, what I think of when I think of a York going... peppermint patty? is like snow, and then it blows away <laughs> a York peppermint patty. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I think. <laughs> but when are you getting Grater's ice cream where you don't know what... I mean, you, you order the flavor that you want, or you buy it in a container both times, you know the flavor. So. Well, imagine you're with a friend. maybe friends, gives it to you. And you sit down at a table, and they put their cup down and go to the restroom. And well, then, then you're a dick, and you and get what like, you get. I'm just... What they got? A little try here. Or it's after a beer segment, and you walk to your local, yeah, you know, stop and shop or something. Yeah, and you yeah. get some ice cream, and you grab the wrong one because you've had one too many beers. That's yeah. true. I guess you got a point there. Make it fucking green, graders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and everybody else. That should be. We should start that hashtag yeah. movement. Hashtag make it green. Make it green. <laughs> make mint green again. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it should be. That's it. Make mint green again. By Love the way, it. I have a question. Hmm. Um, the other day we were trying to explain to Lazarus who the Grimace was and what his role was <laughs> at McDonald's and like we racked our brains we and we couldn't figure it out. We couldn't like remember. how to explain it? Well, well no, what we was know. his purpose? Like, like there the, the were the McNugget kids. Yeah. You had the Hamburglar who saw everything. Then you had the mayor. I forget what his actual name was. It was mayor like, McCheese. Yeah, something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. And like they, they were all like you know, had significant roles. I forgot what like I, I don't even remember French what the hell people, the weren't there? Yeah, there was the a Fry Guys. The Fry Guys, yeah. yeah. Like what was Mac Knight? What yeah. was he even like what representing? Was, I feel was, like was he the cookie guy? Was he like the cookie monster of McDonald's? I, I for whatever reason I sort of feel like the grimace was the Eeyore of the group. Yeah, but he, he wasn't. Yeah. He no, never he was, actually grimaced. No, he was always he was happy. happy. Is he supposed to represent like your cholesterol? He's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like a big purple gross thing. It's like this is what happens know. if you hang out with the McDonald's kids too long. Or maybe he represents like diabetes foot. Yeah. Like yeah. Too much, oh my god. Too much. Your foot, foot turns purple and falls off, and it becomes the grimace. Like the That's grimace where he is just, from. The grimace is a collection of all the diabetes foot produced by McDonald's. <laughs> They all just coalesce to make a giant <laughs> purple blob. Yeah, That's we, we couldn't figure it out. Or is it like every time if you eat too much McDonald's, then other people look at you and grimace because you're just like so disgusting because all you eat is McDonald's. That could be because you start looking like the, you start the grimace. Like the grimace. Yeah. But so nothing can kill the like, grimace. That's not even McDonald's. I know. They Maybe they Yeah. The, the reason that it came up is because when we were little kids. They had, like, you know, you get your Happy Meals and stuff. I feel like there was something that happened well, around Halloween where we got, like, a cassette yeah, tape. They did, like, a Halloween CD or cassette tape that they cassette released. Tape. Yeah. And <laughs> each character had their own song. And the Grimace, his was, I like to scare myself. And we put <laughs> and, it on and we thought it was, like, the weirdest shit ever when we were kids. Because uh-huh. all it is is he's like, I like to scare myself. And then he just says a bunch of weird things about how he likes to scare himself. Yep. And it's fucking... Good luck finding the original because all the all, all the, the new ones are like, like jazzed up. Yeah, really? shit people have like remade yeah, they, like, and remixed made them it. like just like even weirder. Jamie, pull that up. I used to have uh, a Ren and Stimpy cassette tape uh-huh. of all Ren and Stimpy Christmas songs. Oh, did type you? in I like and to scare awesome. myself. You should find it. It was like super fun. You said Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, it was like all 
classic Christmas songs, but with like Ren and Stimpy <sighs> twinge lyrics. Oh, that's awesome. Like, uh, instead of, uh, like, God, no, I can't think of anything. Uh, like, like instead of We Wish You a Merry Christmas, it was We Wish You a Merry Yaxmas. Oh, yeah, I've heard that song. Yeah. Yeah. I think Nick might have played and, like, that and, and instead of, like, a Happy New Year's, like, a Happy New Beard or something like mm. that. Uh, Did you find it? Um, maybe. Let's see. That's a scary Halloween sound. Yeah, I think this is it. This is it? Halloween? Yeah. Go ahead, Grimace. It's the bunnies. No. <laughs> Just joking. Now I'll tell you. Oh, Singing a song from my album, Ronald Makes It Magic, here's Grimace to tell us what he likes best about this Halloween. Is it? I, think I think so. We're not feeling very yeah. safe, feeling very sound, and there's absolutely nothing frightening around. Sometimes I like to tear my clothes. It really can be fun. behind Barney like yeah a lot of the same yeah. high-pitched stuff and I, I don't know you know obviously the big giant purple thing going on <laughs> <laughs> yeah just listening to that it reminded me a lot of some yeah. Barney stuff so I mean well I guess the message there is when he gets so bored He's like so scary. Scare himself. How do you like? How would you ever effectively scare yourself though? You Maybe he just like know it's coming because you think of it. Yeah. How could you? Well, I think the only time I've ever been able to legitimately scare myself is when I've been really drunk and I stared into a mirror and I thought about that scene where I don't remember some scary movie where like the blonde girl looks in the mirror and then like her like face well, she like rips apart her own mirrors. face. Yeah. Like the grimace Mirrors. could have yeah. been on like some bad shrooms or something. Maybe. Uh, like on <laughs> I feel a like bad you could do trip. It yeah. <laughs> I remember Amanda telling us about that one, or she told me about that one time. I think she took like was doing some shrooms or something and looked in the mirror. She's like, "Don't ever do that." <laughs> that's the scariest thing. So maybe that's what the grimace is maybe. doing the whole time. He's doing a lot of yeah, drugs. He, yeah. He wants to give himself a bad trip <laughs> just for fun because he's bored. His life has become so meaningless that all he's left to do is just scare himself. <laughs> do some LSD. Yeah, and put himself in really dicey situations. He can't run very fast. so You could plan long term. Like when you're putting away that year's Christmas decorations, 
you could hide something in the box, yeah. like a fake spider, yeah, a big fake spider. So the next year when you go up to grab it, that's a really you, really long like, play. About it's the long yourself. con. But I know, but he said he's yeah. bored. You'd have he to. He likes I mean, to scare himself. Hello, you're on the Super Divorce Supercast. Yeah, you're on speaker, so you're on the cast. Yeah. Uh, Nick's here, and Jesse and Daniel. Hello. Hey. Oh, hello. Hello. Not even Thursday. I didn't even mess up this time. I know. You definitely <laughs> didn't mess up this time. Uh, we, we're doing the podcast early because we have a lot of other stuff to do this week. Yeah. <laughs> we do have 15 movies to watch. That's not okay, too far off. Not just watch, but review. Yeah, yeah exactly. <clears throat> Are you on your way home? Yeah. Yeah, so I thought, I thought I got it right this time. Not even <laughs> Thursday, and I remembered. Apparently I did. Psych! <laughs> Are we well, doing this all the time? <laughs> do you want me to call you when we're done? All right, I'll talk to you later then. Okay. All right, bye. Say, bye. 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 <laughs> really can be fun. You know what you could do right before your first show? I feel like you should play that clip just I like right scare before myself? You, you should no, no, play the oh. yeah, play the song before you start your set on your first show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Your set on the stage. On the no, I yeah. think we should just. I think every set... You should even dress up as the Grimace, Nick. <laughs> Not a bad idea, but I think every set that we do, as long as it's going to be like Super Divorce karaoke, mm-hmm. we should like come out to a different 80s classic every time. Yeah. Like... You know some clubs won't let you do that anymore. Really? Like, they've gotten so strict that even bars are technically not allowed to let you play cover songs, even. Or... Or play, like, a song, like, a backing track of, like, a famous song. Like, you have to get clearance ahead of time. Because they've fucking got their tendrils so far into, like, the local music scenes that... So they can, like, find you on copyright for, like, yeah. using songs? Like, if someone... Let's say that a band goes into Blind Bob's and they cover, like, Breakfast at Tiffany's. You know, if someone puts a video of that online and their publisher finds out, then they can go back on the bar and demand money from them, from like all the, the whatever, from the bar that night or from the admission they charge to get into that show. So that's where like a lot of, a lot of uh, places will ask when you're getting ready to like an, ag- an agreement, when you're getting ready to sign an agreement to play anywhere. It'll be like, do you have any cover songs in your set? And you have to tell them ahead of time now so that they can get clearance from like the publishing company and the label and all this stuff. And it's like... What if you're just like a jam band that just covers whatever? People still do that all the time. You like? What if you're a cover band? Then you have to get permission now. Because... Or you find a find a bar that just doesn't give a fuck, you know, if they're like run by super old school people like I don't give a shit about that. But like right. a lot of people if they've got like a built in following of people who are younger especially who are posting videos of stuff they're seeing there, then it's like that stuff gets flagged and then right. 
So dumb. Yep. It's crazy. Stupid. What'd you get tattooed today? This was yesterday. I got uh, yesterday. Oh, you got a big black blob. Tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> that look good. Yeah. It's a space. It's a space thing. Yeah. 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 So, do a full sleeve. It's. Is it a cover up? Yeah, that part is. Yeah. So. I'll show you the picture later. Cool. Yeah, she did a good job. He's got all the goo in there right now. Yeah. Tattoos. Yeah. Nice slime. six hour session. Yep. It's fun. I don't um, think we mentioned anything about Toss Uber. Toss Uber? You said it like six times. You we haven't talked talk about, about oh. the actual beer itself. I thought it was kind of spicy. Like spicy? A, not like not like hot spicy, it's just got like a punch to it, you know? It's very, I don't know. I thought it had like a, a, a abrasiveness to it. Not I in a bad way. I think it's rather smooth. I do too, yeah, it's I pretty smooth. No. It's almost sweet. Yeah. Maybe because I had like the blueberry and the pancake beer right before I tasted it. I feel it. like this is so dry though. Well, this might know. be the sweetest out of all, all three. Yeah. I yeah. It's, I think it's a very smooth beer. It's way easy like all of them have been easy to drink, but this is the easiest. <laughs> it's not hoppy at all. There no. there's like no hoppiness to it whatsoever. It's no almost like at all. very malty. Yeah. In a way, and sweet, but no, not not abrasive. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't think so now. <laughs> I just tried it again. I don't think so now. And it, it's it a, went down very it's smooth. It's a Cincinnati, Ohio brewery, though. Cincy Brewery. Christian Moorline. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Moorline? Oh. Yeah. Dang it. What do you even say? I don't know. I just... Dang, I, you guys are Moorline up No, I've, I've never said that loud. No. Are they affiliated sure. with any other... Like a Budweiser or anything like no, that? They're no, they're just they're just a straight up Cincinnati local brewery. Cincinnati's yeah. going nuts on the the brewing. Ryan yeah, they've Geist. got Ryan Geist. Moreline. Mad Tree. Mad yeah. Tree. Do you guys get Ryan Geist or Mad Tree? We have Ryan Geist up there. I don't know yeah. if I've seen Mad Tree. Mad Tree's good too. Yeah. And Dayton, I like Ryan Geist a lot. Yeah. Oh, did you did you like uh that uh creep show? Yeah, that was really good too. Yeah. That's, that's a that's warped brewery. Brewery. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. warped. I went to Ryan Guy's brewery. Did I tell you about that? I don't think so. It's super cool. It's it's like a really cool uh, place. They have like they have like three bars, mm-hmm. and like if you if you start a tab at one, it works at like all the bars, and they have like roof access, and they have it all set up, and they have like. I mean, just like any other brewery, it's like on the third floor of like just you know random ass building or whatever. Really, and it's just like a big open what? room, and they is... have like cornhole boards and like ping pong tables and stuff. And is it downtown in Dayton? Yeah, no, it's Cincinnati. And since wait, hold on, where did you Rheingeist. say? Rheingeist. Okay, the Rheingeist one. Okay. I went to Rheingeist Brewery. Okay, it's just like on. It's like in anonymous fuck all building you know on like the third floor and it's just like this fucking like warehouse basically you know is it an otr i think so of course it is yeah i know everything is (laughs) but i mean it's cool like it's a really Mm -hmm. cool like bar you know and they've got like all the ryan guys on tap and everything and they have like like uh family style tables like all the tables are pushed together so people you know end up just sitting together and shit What's weird about OTR is how different it is now compared to when, like, I was a little kid. 
Like, I was about to ask Daniel if he what he thought of the new OTRs. He Have you been to, down there recently? Mm-hmm. No. I know Brad. Not, they live out in Cincinnati, still, right? They do. They, they're I actually in Colerain, though, oh. so it's not really Cincinnati. Dan used to live in Cincinnati right yep. before he moved out to Massachusetts. I remember that. I yeah. was wondering if he knew about side. that they weren't did, killing people. Did on you Biden Did you ever consider when you were living that way that like OTR was like the hip no sweet place to hang out that was no. the place especially you for white people <laughs> yeah no when i i actually worked on vine street that was where one of my oh the the clinic yeah that's where one of my Shit. clinics was so yeah. i yeah yeah there, there were i can count i can think of a few times when i was leaving work at five o'clock especially like around fall mm-hmm. winter time when it was dark out where you'd hear gunshots and stuff like that and yeah there's there was a park just down the street from the clinic and i remember how a, a drug deal went bad down there, and like someone like shot up in the in the park and stuff like that. This was like ten years ago, but yeah. So no, I I never when I lived down there, I never even thought of going over there except for for work. Now that was just, where all the hipsters. Yeah, hang it's out. like yeah. hipster central. It's like microbrew bars everywhere. Like everything's expensive and like. There's puffing. a really sweet arcade over there. If you can go on a night when it's not cram packed, fuck like. Yeah, if you go on Saturday Friday or Saturday. Yeah. You, like, can't even hardly move. It's like sardines, you know, when you walk in the door. But it's one of those places where you go in. As long as as you're drinking, they let you play. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I've heard of those. I haven't been to one yet, but they seem really cool. There's a really cool, like, underground one that's not as busy. Yeah, Arcade Legacy is pretty dope. I prefer Arcade Legacy. I haven't been to 16-Bit, though. You haven't? No. 16-Bit's nice, but the problem, like you said, it's it's like there's so so many people. Yeah. Well, but people just, like, go there to hang out, and it's just, like, they're crammed Yeah, in. and you're, like, trying to get to a machine or something, and there are just people standing in front of it, like, not even playing and shit, and it's like, come on. Right. You know? That's the point. It's a bar right. cave. Yeah. Fucking play the game. Plus yeah. Plus, you go on, like, a Tuesday or Wednesday night or something, it's, like, there's, it's awesome. Cause maybe we can only... make our way out to one of those before. Yeah. Maybe Dana's see if mom will babysit off. one night. She's off the rest of the week, by the way, so <coughs> she yep. might be able to do that. That might be a good idea. I want to go. You should go. Uh, yeah. Although I feel like yeah. we should maybe like hit that and then, you know, you could go to Legacy. I like Legacy a little bit better. I do too. Well, I we could just go to Legacy. We don't have to go to 16-bit at all. We just fucking go to Arcade Legacy. We could go to both. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. I was Thursday saying. nights, I do know, at uh, 16-bit, they have Beastie Boys night. Ooh. And they play Beastie Boys all night long. What am I doing on Thursday? we're doing on thursday well we should go afterwards yes fine how's that what are you doing because i don't work more we're, stuff. we're just getting oh, together okay. like we're getting together tonight tomorrow and thursday we have i think are we going to do warlock or wishmaster Wish tomorrow it doesn't fucking it doesn't matter so i'll we try have to i'll tell you what i will try to remember to bring wishmaster and if i don't remember we'll do warlock okay so we're doing an episode of Super Scary where it's like the Warlock movies, Warlock movies, the Warlock movies versus the Wishmaster. Oh movies. yeah, I remember when you guys the franchise Face Off. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Have you seen either of those, Dan? Nope. And I've never seen any of these. Nor have I. And I've never seen any Wishmaster movies. Nor have I. But nope. he bought the Wishmaster collection, and I bought the Warlock collection. So Which we're gonna. Which one are you guys pulling for? I don't um, even fucking know, man. Pulling for? Yeah. I've heard the Wishmaster movies actually are pretty good. These, I've seen clips and they look really bad. So I'm But like pulling. bad in the best way. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I'm pulling for Warlock I because know. I I bought it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to come out on top. Yeah. But Wishmaster is presented by Wes Craven. The first one is at least. Hmm. And who it was might be that? directed by Wes Craven? Kane Hodder plays the Wishmaster. Does he? Oh. Nice. Kane Hodder yeah. plays everything. He's mm. actually at like Count Orlock's museum all month long. Oh, like, is he? He always comes in in October. Oh, he hangs out. I love Kane. Yeah, he's like there. There, I think he comes like <coughs> three weekends uh, oh, in October cool. and just like he's signs really autograph nice and person, stuff. Yeah. yeah. Have we? Have, has anyone? Kane Hodder's signature. Oh yeah. Nice. Tattooed right there. <laughs> yeah. Has anyone mentioned that that Dan's here from? The East oh, Coast. Oh, you're from, yeah, from Massachusetts. No, I've been, yeah. like, Old waiting stinky. for a place to interject. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah so he's all about well, yeah. the Count so Orlock Count Orlock's museum is in Salem, Massachusetts. It's a wax museum uh, filled with horror figures. And they get, really uh, cool. they get some, some pretty cool guests in, uh, in the month of October. In fact, I think when you guys came up, Lazarus almost ran over Vincent Pro. Vincent Price's uh, daughter. daughter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like dancing was, in the street. She was yeah. a special guest, and he he wasn't paying any attention. He was just kind of dancing. He backed up almost right into her. Yeah. And Dan was like Lazarus, and moved him out of the way. And we're like, who was that? Why did she have so many people? And he's like, that's Vincent Price's daughter. We're like, oh crap. She was It was right after we got out of the, out of the uh, the museum. So. Yeah. You you really like that place? It's cool. I heard, I, I want to go so bad. They were going to expand it, I think. What Count Orlocks? Yeah, I don't know if they have since we've been up there. I don't know. But they had they had some really cool like their wax sculptures are not like some of those really janky ones you see from wax museums. Everything's like awesome looking. Yeah. So. yeah. I'm not sure who they got to sculpt their stuff, but it's spot on. Yeah. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. So. It's also like a trip through horror movie history too, because it starts off with like the Universal monsters, then it uh, progresses to like you know Jason, Freddy. Uh, you see Reagan from um, The Exorcist. Exorcist and stuff like that, and then mm-hmm. it moves into some sci-fi areas. They, and they stuff got a too. really cool Alien one yep. too. Alien was in there, yeah. That's so, cool. Yeah. How I'd far like are you to... from Salem? Like thirty minutes? No, not even fifteen, probably. Oh, okay. Man, so. I, that's one thing. I. I I want to have a house out there so we can just go. Salem in October is like the most magical thing I've ever experienced. <laughs> it's like... You have well, to get there on the weekend, though. Well, yeah, on the weekends. Because I remember it's like you're walking through and it's like... the Well, obviously, the place has been there for a long time. Mm-hmm. So the buildings give you that feeling automatically. And then, yeah. then you've got vendors lined up down the street and like the smell of like caramel apples and like popcorn and you know it's just like it's it's perfect and there's like smoke billowing and Mm -hmm. it's like i was walking through there the first time we went and i was like how is this like a real place it's just like like what it would probably be like like it reminds me of that scene in lost boys when they're like at the carnival yeah like walking through and it's like a smoky night and like there's all the like that's what it makes me like feel like yeah it's pretty cool because some of the streets are still like the original cobblestone Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so yeah sounds so cool and they're and they've got like magic shops Mm-hmm. that yeah, sell like magic wands and like, yep. like potions and shit and it's like you can get butterbeer and stuff yeah. like there's a whole shop dedicated to, like harry potter right next to a wand shop so yeah it, like if if you are into witches or wizards or anything like that at all like that's a place you need to visit yeah 
It's so cool. And everything, I mean, is fairly affordable for them. I mean, considering it's Massachusetts, most of the stuff there, like, you know, their gift shops, everything's pretty reasonably priced considering how much of a touristy thing it is. Yeah. Yeah, when when Lindsay and I were out in Massachusetts for two of a kind, mm-hmm. we thought about we were trying to go to Salem for like a day or something. It, it didn't happen, and I'm really bummed it didn't because, like, even if you go in, if it's not October, there's still some cool stuff to do. There. Right? Like, yeah, it's they, still the shops Salem. are still open year mm-hmm. round. I mean, you don't get the street traffic and stuff like you do in October, but uh, like there's like just like all sorts of cool unique things there. There's a pizza place I've taken Nick and Jesse to oh, yeah, flying saucer yeah, pizza. Mm-hmm. Flying saucer. It's a sci-fi nerd pizza. And like literally, I think I've heard of it. Yeah, oh, where probably. they they base all their pizzas off of like sci-fi characters and gaming characters and stuff. Like I, I think one of the vegetarian pizzas they have is the Day Couture. Uh, okay. uh, yeah. Like the the Picard is another mm-hmm. one that they have. Uh, yeah, it's just it's pretty cool, and every day they have a slice of the day, which they just like kind of make. I, f- I feel they make it up every mm. single day because it's a different random character from the sci-fi or horror or, or video game genre. Most it's mostly like alien stuff, so mm-hmm. it it's usually like an alien character. Uh, but it's like every day it's changing, and I, I follow them on Facebook, and it makes my mouth water almost every day yeah. when they tell you what the, what the slice <laughs> of the day is. I'm like, oh god, that sounds so good. <laughs> And they have different beer crusts too. Yeah. Like they make their beer with or their they have a lot of craft beer. beer. Yeah, they yeah. have a beer bread there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they have a lot of craft beers on tap and well, stuff. Well, you just have to set up a super divorce actually, show. I can yeah. actually visit places now. Yeah, you should do a super divorce show yeah. from Salem. We should. We should. We'll book that. We'll Salem. book a super divorce in show. Salem. Yeah. Fuck yeah, man. Yep. Yep. Thank you. I'm actually. Well, I'm gonna be out there. That's um, true. I'm going to be in Massachusetts in April. And while if you're driving, you might as well stop at Sleepy Hollow, New York. And yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's pretty much... That was really cool, You can too. make that on the way. I'm glad we got to do that one. That one. Uh, what was that? Maybe two years Lazarus ago, I think. Was two, two or three? It was two. Three years ago, two years then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. I, I can't wait to do that with Ian when he gets a little older. Yeah. So I, I'd, I'd probably... Well, obviously, you know I'm insane... And I'll just drive out to Massachusetts <laughs> yeah. for a day. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was going to say, about what, in what regard you're in Just let me know when you're going to do it, and I'll meet you guys out there. And <laughs> sure. yeah, I'll be there tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, we could. you guys could play a show out there. I've got probably two conventions out there next year, so you could go with me. Yeah, we were... Uh, Syncing we up were, at the same time. When we were driving back... Um, what was it? It was either on the way there or the way back. Last time I I drove out to meet Jess, mm-hmm. uh, just what a couple months ago. Yeah. Um, My birthday. Yeah, it the GPS took me away where um, I remember passing like Terrytown yep. and all that stuff, which I don't usually see, but this time what the I did. Terrytown. That's the town that's right south of Sleepy Hollow. Oh, yeah. Okay. So it was like it was really. <laughs> I was kind of bummed out because I saw that. I was like, man, I'd love to just yeah. pull over and go there again because Sleepy Hollow is so cool. I'm letting this damn dog. She doesn't wake up the neighbors. Okay. Off the RB. All right. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was really cool walking through. We got pretty lucky when we went, too, because it was a weekend in October, and, and we just happened to be there where the church, the, yeah. in, in the story, uh, Legend of Sleepy Hollow, they were actually like, having that festival and they had that guy on the headless horseman yeah. riding around the 
the cemetery on, yeah. on a horse. I think you got a good picture of Laz. I did. With him. And, and the guy's like acting like he's going to chop off Lazarus' yeah. head, which is pretty cool. Like, I don't, I don't know if I told you this, Bender, but when we, uh, when we went to Sleepy Hollow, like the, the cemetery mm-hmm. in the town, um, well, they had a guy riding around on a horse and he was wearing like the headless horseman costume and there was like a there was a sleepy hollow festival going on or whatever and it was put on by the church that was standing right in front of the cemetery you know yeah and it was the same church that they said washington irving like the guy who wrote uh the headless horseman tale like that's where he went to church and it was like this old school, like just several pews on each each side, you know. But they still do like services there every week. Yeah, and it's you still can go. Use, and, yeah. yeah, and it was the same one that that he attended, and and you could go through and and yeah, that was actually the church and cemetery in the story where yeah. the headless horseman first appeared and started chasing Ichabod. And you could walk through the, the cemetery and go to the actual bridge mm-hmm. where Ichabod, you know, crossed the bridge uh, to finally get away from the uh, Headless Horseman. Yeah. So. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's a pretty cool place. And Washington and Irving is actually buried in that cemetery, so while you're there, you actually get yeah. to see his thing. And then, if you're into any kind of American history at all, there's a couple of things that happened during the Revolutionary War that happened in that town as well, which is pretty neat, like... I guess the guy who was uh, helping Benedict Arnold try to, you know, give West Point to the British uh, when Benedict Arnold was, be, you know, start was trying to do his most treasonous act. Uh, he, the messenger with the spy, was caught in Terrytown, mm-hmm. like right near the church as well. So there's that whole, yeah. So there's just a lot of history there on top of, you know, the headless horseman tale as well, which is yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. I also thought it was fun that, like, that festival that we went to was put on by the church there, mm-hmm. but they were still, they had, like, a tent set up where you could go and buy, like, a souvenir mug, Yep. and they, they had beer, so oh, yeah. we were, we were, we were able walk to, through the cemetery yeah, drinking we were, like, beer. Yeah, we were drinking beer as we were walking through the cemetery, That's and right. it's awesome. I want to do that again sometime. It's really cool. And, and down, a little bit down from where we were at that cemetery... I believe there was like uh, a pier, right? I think that was in Terrytown. Yeah. yeah. Really beautiful area in general. Right on the Hudson, yeah. Yeah. So if you're listening and you're anywhere within driving distance of uh, Sleepy Hollow, you should go and visit. Yeah, or Salem. Or Salem, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or even if you're not within driving distance, just... Uh, <laughs> Make a vacation anyway. out of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. <clears throat> so there was a lot of stuff in Sleepy Hollow which we would have gotten to do, but we only did a one day trip. Yeah. Like there were a couple haunted like haunted houses and stuff, and mm-hmm. there was like that pumpkin spectacular that looked really cool. Yeah. Do you remember when we were there that day that Lazarus pooped his pants? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he's glad you're telling this story over the podcast. That's well, what he gets. He wouldn't remember. It was like the time where he was he went through that phase where he was potty trained, but he was afraid to go number two. 
So yep. he would just like hold it and get really scared about it. And he kept saying he had to go. We kept taking him to the bathroom like four well, times. Yeah, I remember because yeah. we were in the, the church graveyard and where we had parked, there was like some porta potties mm-hmm. down there. You tried to take him down there. And I just remember him in there going, Ew, I'm not sitting on that. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got to that little coffee shop and there was like yeah. a weird place where they had like specifically went to let us yeah, in. It was in and... like a yoga studio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he kept trying to go and he kept not doing it. And then like the last time I was, he was on like, the pier. Yeah. He was like, oh, i got to go. And I was like, no, I've taken you five times. You don't have to go. And then he just <laughs> shit himself. <laughs> and I was like, well, I guess we're going home now. So that was the last thing I remember. Yep. Sleepy Hollow was Lazarus pooping his pants. <laughs> <laughs> Scared the poop out of him. Yeah. Although he, re- I think he really enjoyed it. He liked the whole. We got his picture with the headless horseman. They yep. had like an old guy riding around on a horse. Yeah, we were talking about yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, well, that's okay. Yeah. So. So, uh, Dan, do you guys have any Halloween plans? Well, it, my wife's pregnant, and uh, so when I get back on the 28th, we're doing a gender reveal party. Mm-hmm. It's going to be just like a big Halloween party. And instead of, you know, like, boy or girl or, you know, say is a witch or a wizard. Mm-hmm. And so instead of the traditional blue or pink, it's green or purple. Green for the boy, purple for a girl. Uh, so we're going to do that big thing. I'm going to make some more of this stuff, actually. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the, the Monster Munch. What is this, Monster Munch? Yeah, yeah, Monster Munch. This is actually a test run for that party to see okay. how this stuff turned out, to see how people liked it. It's got candy corn, peanuts, pretzels, Reese Pieces. Um, mixed in with popcorn, all covered in like a peanut butter caramel, mm. all mixed together, and mm-hmm. turned out pretty good. Uh, all drizzled with chocolate, of mm. course. Kind so. of like a much fancier Halloween version of uh, like a like a candy cake. corn or something. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say um, cracker jacks. Cracker jacks, yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bit of a. It's not too bad to make. It's a little more involved than. I typically get, but, mm-hmm. you know, it turned out all right, so I'll probably, you know, we'll do it again. We'll see how everyone likes it. And a lesser known fact, and uh, Daniel, he wrote a Halloween book mm. for young children, <laughs> um, and he had, he had me and Amanda read it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you should, I was actually going to tell you, you should send a copy sure. to Nick or let him read it, because he, he very much enjoys that stuff, and he would be a good, a good yeah. contributor well, to... <laughs> speaking of Sleepy Hollow, I kind of... You know, in the town I grow, I'm living in now in Wakefield. It, it has a very similar, uh, at least older feel, because you know everything in Massachusetts is like, you know, back to the beginning of America. Yeah. So like there, you know, there's old buildings there that that are, you know, go back to like I think the 1700s and stuff like that. So you know, there's a lot of rich history there. And just October in Massachusetts, I feel, is something pretty special. It's yeah. not just Salem. Right. Like that, that kind of, I mean, Salem is like the tip of the iceberg for sure. Yeah. But th- there's still so much other, you know, like good atmosphere around, around the state. So, I, you know, I always thought, you know, man, when I grew up, I was like, man, that the story of legend of Sleepy Hollow was always really cool. And then when I got older and realized it was a real place, I'm like, man, that would be really cool if you grew up somewhere like that. Yeah. So a couple of years ago, I'm like, well, shit. Why can't I give that to my son? I'm mm-hmm. going to give this a shot. I've never tried writing a story ever. So I, I tried very much in the vein of Washington Irving in The Legend of Sleepy Hollow to make a story similar 
but I guess slightly more modern. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is, you know, that, that is, you know goes through the the atmosphere of Halloween and, and the things that I remember as a kid, uh, and what was special to me about Halloween and, and bringing those forefront, and that, while also incorporating like a ghost story legend as well. The legend I took was the legend of Stingy Jack. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with that at all. No. Stingy Jack is actually the guy who I guess was the inspiration for jack-o'-lanterns. Oh, okay. He was this real greedy, just mean bastard who like stole from everyone back in Ireland. And uh, the devil came to get him one time. Uh, and he kind of he kind of swindled his way out of it by tricking the devil. And uh, the way that any like capture the devil in his pocket long story short by using a crucifix and the bargain he made to let the devil go is to like he would leave him alone for 10 years and so 10 years later same thing he tricks the devil again makes another deal with him saying you'll never take me to hell so devil agrees finally the guy dies and he can't go to heaven because he's a greedy asshole and you know St. Peter's not letting him in up in heaven Yeah. and then he goes down to hell and he tries to get in to have some place to go, and the devil's like, "No, you made you said never to take you to hell." So tough shit, mm-hmm. and he gives him an ember, which Jack then hollows out what was a turnip, it was what they used in Europe, uh, and put the the ember in there, and that was the first jack o' lantern. Mm-hmm. This is, I guess, some like Halloween legend from that comes over from Ireland, and so he just has wandered for centuries to you know, with his turn up in his little jack lantern and that was the start of the first jack lantern. Well I took it and kinda of made it a little more like like he was a evil guy where after he he didn't want to be in purgator purgatory the rest of his day, so what he did with his jack lantern, he used that to search for a new soul that he could steal mm-hmm. so he could finally buy his way into heaven because he was never getting into hell. So like in my story, he's you know, hunting this local kid who's on Halloween night, you know, going trick-or-treating and all this stuff, having his own fun. Uh, and this character, Stinchy Jack, shows up to steal his soul, and it's this kid running almost in the similar chase scene in Legend of Sleepy Hollow. Like I said, it was very much... That's where I took a lot of my inspiration from uh, and eventually got away. And I left it kind of... I tried to leave it a little in ambiguous at the end like yeah. like uh Washington Irving did in Sleepy Hollow like in Sleepy Hollow you never knew if if the headless horseman was real or if it was uh God, what was what Brom was Bones Brom Bones <laughs> yeah or if it was just Brom Bones in costume I tried to yeah. set up something similar to that as well where you don't know if this ghost character that this kid's seeing is real yeah or is it like someone kind of pulling a prank on him okay so it you know like that that's kind of the premise of the whole story and it's very good. I think it turned very, out all right. Yeah. So, although when he when he told me it was like a story for kids, I was thinking it was going to be like <laughs> like a like a ten page oh, with like big words like on a it. Board so, book. Yeah. He's like, Will you read over this and proofread it? I'm like, yeah. So I sat down at the the airport and I like downloaded it and I started reading it and I get about like five or six pages in and I'm like, okay, like this. <laughs> So it was like 70 pages or something. I sat there for like 30 pages. Yeah, yeah. It was probably like close to an hour. It was like a mini chapter book. So I yeah. would say like maybe like a, for like a seven or eight year old, it would be like perfect to read by themselves. But it would be something that you would probably read to Lazarus now, like right, you do with yeah. the Goosebumps books. Yeah, we just read the, right, just read Lazarus's first 
Goosebumps, Goosebumps yeah. book. We just so, finished it last night. That was awesome. So yeah. yeah, it'd be perfect for that. I think he'd really be into it. But yeah, yeah. I was I was very shocked with how good it was. So yeah, all this writing talk. Did did you write the uh, the Rickroll story you told me about? No, that was about? Kyle. That was that Kyle. Was Kyle. <laughs> yeah, which was great. Also, Dan did like... write our. He was uh, the one who the presided over mm-hmm. our our wedding. Yeah. yeah. I get to officiate my sister's wedding. Oh, I did nice. the same yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah, you have to be careful while you word that. Cause <laughs> you go, I married my sister. Everyone gets freaked out. I'm pretty excited about it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a lot. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it was a little nerve wracking, but it was still a lot of fun. Yeah, we had to create our own church. And yeah, great, <laughs> yeah, that great was great. American church is what we called it. American <laughs> church. I was. Still in the beast at the time, so that's what we called it. And yeah, my sis, my that, sister's already married, but her husband's over in Iraq, so they're when he gets back, to, then they're gonna have an actual ceremony. And gotcha. Stuff, and that's when I'm gonna nice. Oh, so officiate. you don't even have to be like. Yeah. No, I don't have to be like super yeah. like official or anything. Oh, it's just good. all I have to do is like stand up there and right. do the princess bride spiel. Yeah. Right. I think I told you he he did the marriage. That was my first thought. As soon as my sister asked me, she was like, "Nick and I would really like it if you officiated our wedding." And then she like went upstairs, and I ran to my mom in her room, and I was like, "Don't let me forget. I want to do the princess bride." Yeah, when I was looking into like all the rules and stuff back then, it was very vague on in Ohio at least as to what you had to do to be qualified to officiate a wedding. Like you had to get ordained through a church, which I did no problem. You can go online and find a dozen churches that will ordain you online. But like it kind of was, it said I think the wording was like you had to be an active member of the church, which the. I am. <laughs> which, well, which the church would send you a letter of good standing or something like that, uh, but it, it was based out of California. So the wording in the Ohio code, I wasn't sure if that was going to be good enough for them. So I'm like, maybe we have to create our own chapter out here. So for like 35 bucks, I sent it away, and we established our own chapter, our own yeah. church out here. We met in Nick's grandmother's like room all you had to do was have like a treasury yeah uh there was one other position and then the officiant and you had to like meet quarterly at the very <laughs> minimum so we always joked that our communion was beer and uh yeah and uh what the hell is that potato chip uh what mike sells yeah mike, mike sells, sells. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was our communion that's a church i'd fucking get yeah. <laughs> our beer was sam adams october 5th yeah, yeah. we would just drink what yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> Drink and eat Mike sells. Yeah. <laughs> it's how Cincinnati is that. Yep. And it was pretty much just this. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hanging out. That yeah. was our that was your church. Mm-hmm. Someone you had, like, would an take official the meetings. Notebook yeah. You, like, in case down. in case they ever audited us and something I, I didn't want their marriage to be, you know, pointed out because <laughs> we didn't have like meetings to our church meet. Yeah. Wouldn't that be wild if like next year somebody just contacts us no, by the way. You're this not is, really this married. isn't real. Yeah. <laughs> Eh, you know. It's a farce. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. You actually missed one one church meeting that quarter, <laughs> yeah. so first. I think in to, the end it didn't. It even, didn't they didn't even matter. ask for those, no. so I yeah. think you, I just needed that letter of good standing from the California church, and that was mm-hmm. all I needed. 
But it was funny because I went to, like, I had never done it before. So when I went to go submit the marriage license, I wasn't sure if, like, Jesse or Nick had to be with me. So I took them, I took Jesse with me. And the lady thought that we were married and I'm like, <laughs> we were trying to submit our own marriage license. So, like, no, no, the officiant has to do that for you. I'm like, I am the officiant. Like, How did that work? I'm like, no, no, I, she's my sister. <laughs> I married her to someone else. <laughs> Oh, that that must be the um, well when we got our new fridge. And I went with uh, I went with uh, with Daniel and Jess's mom, Laura. I was with her and Lazarus because I had to work that day, and it was an emergency situation. And we went to Lowe's down the road to get our new fridge, and I was like, I was with their mom, Laura. You know, we're like walking down the road and or not road the aisle. And Lazarus is kind of doing his thing and just spinning around looking at different fridges and whatnot. <laughs> and, like, the guy who works at Lowe's walked up and he was like, Hey, little buddy, you here with mom and dad looking for a fridge? <laughs> My mom and, with a full head of gray hair. Your mom turned around and she was like, Uh, grandma <laughs> and dad. And he was like, Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Like, why would you, as an employee of a place, like, why would you make any sort of assumptions uh, anymore? I don't know. Maybe he thought he was, like, trying to flatter my mother yeah. by calling her Maybe. mom. I don't know. Well, what I if guess. that was, like, his mom? That's even weirder. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, husband and wife? It's like, no, this is my one mom. One time, one time when my niece was still a baby, like... We were at Target, and we were going through the checkout, and my sister and I got mistaken for, like, like father and father and daughter, or, yeah. uh, Mother and father. Mother and father, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, but, like, my mom was there, too, and, like, I think my other sister might have even been there, possibly, but the, the lady behind the counter was just like, oh, congratulations, and I was like, it's my niece, but thank you. <laughs> Ivy yeah. and I always... That's a fuck all. <laughs> <laughs> Ivy and I always used to joke that, like, after work, a lot of times we used to, like, we would pick Lazarus up for my mom's or whatever and go to Kroger and, like, get a few things or whatever when you were doing band stuff, you know, it's yeah. just, like, back when she was with Bob. And we would go out and just, like, kill an hour or whatever. And, like, every time we went to Kroger and it was just the two of us, like, it would take about ten minutes and then one of us would be, like, so... Everybody thinks we're lesbians. <laughs> and it was always the case. Like, there would always yeah. be people, like, staring, or they would come over and be like, oh, like, good job, guys. And mm. we're just like, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, I love, I honestly, I don't even care. I love going out with you and Lazarus. <laughs> yeah. Because we always look like a gay couple. <laughs> whenever, whenever the three of us go out. Yeah. And, like, I don't even care. It's always so fun. Yeah. I'm just like, you know that's what everyone's thinking. Yeah, you but. know. You absolutely know. <laughs> because, like, every once in a while, I'll hold Lazarus's hand. Yeah, some, and then he and, then, and, and I'm then holding he his will, hand, too. And, it's... and we'll, like, switch off sometimes. Yeah. And, and you're just... both like, hey, little buddy. Yeah, it's, it's always the <laughs> best. That's the gayest family I've ever seen. I think seen. it's so fucking fun. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, I got used to it when we would we'd be out at, you know, like, Applebee's or something. Because my People hair would be really long, you know. And, like, the waitress walks up from behind. She's like, so, ladies, what are we having tonight? And then, like, looks down at me. And I am I turn around with, like, you know, like a beard or something. <laughs> it's like, like, oh, oh my I'm God. Sorry. I'm, so, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Like, the first time care. my mom used to have, like, 
what I guess now would be called a pixie cut. But she got it, like, before it was cool, because my mom's a super hipster. Yeah. And, like, literally, the night she, like, got her hair cut, we left the mall and, like, went over to Lowe's. And that's when, I don't know if they still have greeters, but Lowe's had greeters at that time. And my mom, like, walked right into the store, and the guy just went, good evening, sir. (laughs) (laughs) And she just kind of, like, turned to him and was like, um... And he was, like, mortified. He was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. When we were waiting in line at King's Island the other day, me and Whitney were with Josie oh, no. and my son Ian, who are only two days apart. Yeah. And the this lady behind us goes, "Oh, twins!" <laughs> I'm like, no cousins. <laughs> cousins. My sisters are a year and a half apart, yeah. and everybody when they were little, you know, even when they were like five and six or whatever, people would be like, "Oh, are they twins?" Like. No! They're not fucking twins. Like, one's got blonde hair and one's got brown hair. Like, I know there's, you know, fraternal twins, but still. Yeah. That's silly. Just because they say things in tandem all the time does not mean they're twins. That's funny. You know, I don't know if I ever told you about this, but <clears throat> people are always, like, really shocked when they learn that Amanda and I are sisters at the shop, which is weird because I think we look very similar. I think you do, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, especially if you spend any amount of time around us. <laughs> yeah. Us, yeah. You see us both talk. We, we're very similar with how we, like, interact. Yeah. Um, and, you know, neither of us thought that we looked very much like one another until one time we got on Instagram and we're like, it'll be funny to do a face swap. And we did, and we thought it was broken because, because it stopped us, and like we couldn't tell the difference. And I was like, "No, it's actually working." And then we just lost our shit because we looked like you couldn't tell. Like, so apparently, if we just swap our hair and glasses and stuff, we look exactly the same. But so there's that. Yeah. By the way, I don't know who, yeah, I don't know who wouldn't think you guys were sisters. I don't like, know. People used to think Ivy and I were sisters, which I don't, I don't see that. I don't at see all. that. At we're all. just the same height, and we both have like long arms and stuff. But other than that, we don't look that much alike. Yeah, since we're, since we're talking about like weird people thinking like you're dating yeah. weird people, there was I don't know if you remember the time that Amanda and I showed up to mom and oh dad's twenty fifth twenty fifth wedding anniversary. And our great aunt Carol thought Amanda was my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> like, You're our great aunt. You've known us our entire lives. She's Why like, Daniel, you? who's your new girlfriend? <laughs> and Amanda was like, Aunt Carol, it's me, Amanda. And she's like, oh, you got fat, didn't you? And just like, oh my God. Away. Yeah, that's terrible. Mm. Uh, she's, kind uh. of, she's kind of a not nice lady. She's gotten a little nicer since our bee's been gone. Yeah. But... Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Man, fucking people are weird. I was going to say, I, I mentioned this earlier that I was listening to your podcast, but you talked about going on a date with some, some girl that was older than you. You like went to the movie theater. Yeah, yeah. you did. Mm-hmm. And you were... Uh, you yeah, said that you, like, you made a joke about some some douchebag that had long hair, and you're yeah. like, "Wouldn't that be funny if I did that?" And yeah. I was just like, "I've never known you to not have long hair." Mm-hmm. I I hope that that girl secretly saw you later and was like, "Is he just doing that to fucking get back to me?" Mm. My mom used um, to uh, when I was young, like probably like I don't know between the ages of seven and ten. I can't say for sure, but when I was young. Um, 
my mom used to point out like goth kids in like parachute pants and shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, she used to point them out when we were going to the mall, and she'd be like, "You're never gonna dress mm-hmm. like that." And then I like ended up dressing like that when I was in high school. Yeah. I never wore parachute pants. Like I never wore Gigos. trick pants or anything. Yeah. <laughs> but I like you know I had like the Davy Havoc hair mm-hmm. and like. You know, I painted my nails black mm-hmm. and shit. But, like, for years, my mom would be like, you're never going to look like that. And then, like, mm-hmm. I completely ended up mm-hmm. looking like that. <laughs> I was totally a goth kid. I was. I went through a phase. I remember going to the mall with my mom and my dad, and they, we would, like, walk by Hot Topic, and they were like, that's that's where the scary the people store. are. And I remember, like, mm. asking my mom to take me in there, and she's like, why do you want to buy stuff in there? That's just mm. where, you're, damn, you're not scary. I remember... Damn. Go ahead. Oh, you were, you were really into him, weren't you? I was for a while, yeah. And like, you got that him tattoo still? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't have a him tattoo? Like, let's be honest. I mean, the hardogram. Yeah. Yeah, the hardogram. Yeah, that's one of my, uh, one of yeah. my better choices. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a, Kids he's, really think through your tattoo decisions. He's, he's got the male equivalent of the tramp stamp. Yeah, yep. sure, the hardogram. Yeah. Yeah. I, like I just, I just saw stomach. that. Uh, yeah, I, everybody still thinks this is barbed wire. Like to this day, oh. they were like, "There's a barbed wire." Like fucking uh, no. I just saw that Bam Margera has recently come back to like the u.s and he's like skating again as a fat mm-hmm. person no like he he, he apparently he, he like he was he was yeah he was in a downward spiral for yeah a long he was becoming so i was like he was becoming phil and i think oh. like that's what he this, was because there was like an, i haven't watched it yet i watched like the five minute version but i guess mm-hmm. they've got like an hour long thing that's out now it's like a mini documentary about him leaving the country Where'd he go? And he, like, went somewhere. I think he went... Mom's house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he went somewhere, like, in Europe and just, like, secluded himself for, like, a year. And he was, like... He was, like, I looked at myself in the mirror and knew that I was headed down a bad road. So it was, like, I, I just, like, got away from everything and I went and he was, like, I skated every day. And so he's, like, back now. And he just did this documentary, and he's like, yeah. you know, he's like, I'll just go to different skate parks and see these kids, like, skating, and I show up and just fucking roll with them, and, you know, he's, like, having fun again. He's like, oh, that's pretty cool, you yeah. know, because it looked like for a while, I think maybe it was, like, after the the Ryan Dunn stuff yeah, happened. That that was exactly but, it. I, my, my wife actually watches some of those... Uh, those trashy like celebrity rehab shows and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and apparently he was on one of the seasons because he had a real big alcohol problem. It was because of the whole Ryan Dunn thing, where because mm-hmm. him and Ryan Dunn were best friends. Yeah, and when he died, it it fucked him up pretty bad, and he just went on a huge bender and just mm-hmm. drunk all the time and got got ballooned out and everything yeah. like that. And last I heard, I'd heard he started to kind of turn things around, and started skating, and which is good. Mm-hmm. So. Yep. Which I still, I still want to do. Yeah, since I bought you that really nice skateboard like two years ago. It's right there. You've never skated on it, ever. Nope, you're wrong. No. The wheels say he has. Well, like I have skated on it. Okay. Not once or twice. I was going daily. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I believe you. Well, don't believe me then, but I... Well, I, I really do, but... You know, 
there's a lot to overcome as a male of over 30 years old. Mm-hmm. I hate that voice. You gotta find a place where you feel comfortable yeah. fucking skating by yourself. <laughs> where there's not 13 and 14 year olds dropping yeah. in from twice as high as you are. Yeah. I know exactly. I tried it when I was in my mid 20s. Yeah. You could go over to the, the park by the terrible. post office and have kids starting to kick your ass again. I don't want to do that though. <laughs> like, I want to be secluded and I want to skate as like a 32 year old man by myself and be like, okay, I just want to be able to like. Ride I'll, tell thing. Thing. Nothing... I'll tell you the perfect thing. I'll tell you the perfect spot for it. The alley behind my mom's house. That's where we did all the embarrassing shit we but did when we were growing up. There's nothing more annoying than like a prepubescent little bastard <laughs> telling you how to drop in or do something and acting like you're stupid. Yeah. Cause, yeah. And you're a, a grown ass man. Like that's <laughs> yeah, the worst. Yeah, go behind my mom's house where the alley is. That whole street. Free yeah, but there's the... nothing like, like when I was. In, living in Virginia, now. I was 25, and my I had a friend there who skated a lot. He's like, "Come to the skate park with me; it'll be fun." Oh no! <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, I'll go to the mm-hmm. skate park." And there's like this—I don't know, maybe three foot high half pipe, if that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He's like, "Just try dropping it on this," and every time I the board would slip out from underneath me, and I'd bust my ass, Aww. and overcomes this little nine year old. You gotta really commit. And I'm like, <laughs> "Fuck you." <laughs> broke my arm. Like, you're just so pissed off because you've tried it like ten times and you mm-hmm. just keep busting your ass. And this little nine-year-old comes over like, oh, this is what you're doing wrong. <laughs> Have you ever seen the, the guy who... I can't remember his name right now. But he actually... He jumped the Great Wall of China. <laughs> How did he do that? On a skateboard. No, he didn't. Yeah. Yep. But it's true. And he did it with a broken ankle. Oh, that's ridiculous. People do fucking crazy shit, man. It was in... Because they built this ramp just for him. Right. And he was testing it out the day before he was supposed to do it, like, on live TV. Mm-hmm. This was, like, 2003 or 2004. And it was going to be the longest jump any skateboarder had ever completed in history. So he went up there and he did it, and he missed the fucking ramp, like, when he was going over. Mm-hmm. So he starts here, Great Wall of China's here, uh-huh. the next side of the ramp's here. He starts, like, way up here, gets his speed, it's going down, he jumps it, and the wind, whatever, took him, like, away from the ramp on oh. the other side, and he landed, just, like, on the ground. Ouch. And literally like broke his ankle whoops and he wouldn't call it off well that's good i'm sure he had to pull off a bunch of permits and shit just to get all yeah that just built. to get it done because you imagine like how much it takes for oh, yeah, yeah. a u.s citizen to get like a ramp built over the great wall of china oh yeah i'm sure you know and so he was just like well i'm just gonna do it and he went up the next day literally like hobbling because you imagine like basically walking up to the top almost of like where the Eiffel Tower is at Kings Island or something. Mm-hmm. Walking up all those stairs with like a broken ankle. Well, I'm really proud of that guy now. And he got <laughs> up know? there basically on one leg and did it. And he fucking stuck the landing and like made history the next day. I bet he got real drunk that night. <laughs> He's probably real drunk when he made the jump. I <laughs> need something to numb that pain when yeah. you come down mm-hmm. on that thing. For real. Yeah. <clears throat> 
Danny Way, that's his name. Yeah. You remember this? I need to take you to trivia with me. You always know like the weirdest stuff that nobody else would care about. Well, sorry. Well, what, what, what are we 215. doing? It's too late to apologize. Yeah. Too late. Probably, it's too late. Probably a good time to wrap up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess so. <sighs> We've been doing some good, beefy, long casts lately. Beefy. Mm-hmm. That's really good, by the way. Yeah. It's, a... it's got like a smoky flavor to it i don't know if that was on purpose i think oh. it was slightly burnt oh, I, 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 <laughs> I like, like it. it yeah it's like a campfire yeah. mm-hmm. it's not too it's much it's the food. peanut butter caramel mixture yeah. because like you have to bring the car the caramel up to like a real high temperature to get it to mm. i guess what they call a hard break mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. crash course in candy making yeah. that i just took this weekend uh and the peanut butter had to be added at the very end because otherwise the peanut butter would burn to shit. Okay. If you added it from the beginning, so like you just and the throw in cook properly either. Yeah. So you just throw in the peanut butter right at the end, and I'm sure when it's at that high of a temperature, it caused it to slightly burn, but not a whole. No, lot. it's good though. It's great flavor. Mm. And mom used like clumps of chocolate on it, so that, yeah. that may made it taste a little bit smoky as well. And your son provided the sprinkles. Yeah, mm. Lazarus did all the sprinkles. <laughs> you started off by just turning it upside down over one area. <laughs> like, no, like, oh, dude, shake it. <laughs> you dumped like a shit ton of sprinkles in there. Well. Well. It's been a wonderful cast. It has. We've covered a lot of ground tonight. Yeah, thank you to our guests, Jesse Villars oh. and Daniel Lander. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's great Just being a part on. of it. Yeah. Hopefully we imparted you with some good knowledge of the Grimace. Mm-hmm. And Ichabod Crane. Yeah. Yeah, yep. but, you know, you should read the Daniel story. It's very good. Yeah. Absolutely. do it. We'll plug it somewhere. Once it's done, you can post it on your super, super divorce yeah, man page. Is, man is illustrating it, so that'll... Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that'd be really nice. All right. Well, we're going to... Uh, play you out with the grimace yeah and we'll see you in the outro see you in the outro this week's episode of the super divorce supercast hopefully you chefs enjoyed that one um if you want to find me on social media just look me up at nicholas villars wherever you go um you can also uh find me on steam at venom underscore villars and of course if you want to follow super divorce check out facebook.com slash super divorce instagram at super divorce band and twitter at super divorce bender if you want to follow me on social media, your best bet is on Instagram. You can find me at BenderButt, all one word and you know, no capitals and underscores and bullshit. Just at BenderButt on Instagram. If you want to follow our guests, don't worry Guest. about... 
Yeah, don't, yeah, don't worry about Daniel because he's, he's just not even mind. anywhere anywhere <laughs> all the time. But if you want to follow Jesse, you can find her on Instagram. At Jesse Villars, J-E-S-S-I-E-V-I-L-L-A-R-S. Or if you would like to follow my studio, it is at Studio 85 Tattoo. Yep. You can see all kinds of cool tattoos that Jesse does, all kinds of cool tattoos that her employees do. Mm-hmm. Including such as Lindsay, yep. such as Lindsay, such as Dale, Dale, our former, former bassist, former, former bassist, yeah. and my sister Amanda, and yep. her sister Amanda. Mm-hmm. Uh, great shop, fantastic shop. I've been tattooed by everybody there except for Amanda. I need to get tattooed by you Amanda. You should. She's got all kinds of Star Wars stuff. You can get something cool. Dope. Tremendous. Tremendous. Tremendous artist. Tremendous. Mm-hmm. Believe Tremendous. me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so make sure to follow Studio 85, make sure to follow Jesse, follow Nick, follow me, don't follow Daniel because he doesn't like social media. Right. <laughs> Tune in next week for another episode of the Supercast, and we will see you then, chefs. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Super divorce.